0: Sports Radio 560, WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, call 567-0560, toll free for David Broward, or pound 560 on your cell phone. The opinions of Neil, his guests, callers, or anyone else on the show do not necessarily reflect those of WQAM. Beasley read acquisitions or the Beasley Broadcast Group. Now, Neil Rogers on Sports Radio 560, WQAM.
1: <laughs> I thought Christianity was fairytale This religious thing was not for me They held a big convention They let me in for free I had no idea what I was about to see they were speaking in tongues, All right. that made me a believer, it was kind of fun, Just to stick it out of my mouth, speak in tongues, they got me believing, my tongue is weaving from side to side, boy! The Lord will now embrace me I clap my tongue to the beat Now, whatever I do, He'll forgive me Cause now I speak in tongues, that makes me a believer, and I'm having fun, playing around with my mouth, now I speak in tongues,
2: 102560 WQM, will I detect a little bit of a dissension in the ranks here in this town, this last uh, 24 hours or so, huh? Do I detect a little bit of psychosis and a lot of whining and crying and carrying on and people acting like little children? Huh? Is that what I? <laughs> it's... Oh, I'm telling you, I'm getting moist just uh, thinking about it. I'm just uh, having such a great time observing these phonies. Because this town is built on phonies, especially the sports phonies. They're the biggest phonies of them all. These are the same people three weeks ago after Miami beat Denver who were saying, oh, Danny, he's the best. He picked them apart. Oh, he hasn't lost it. He's the greatest goddamn quarterback that ever played the game. And now, of course, Jimmy Johnson, who makes no mistakes and who's the untouchable. And, by the way, gets a free pass from this radio station, except for Geldi, who's got, like I told you, he's grown a little pear. Nice going, Geldi. But everybody else is terrified and intimidated by Jimmy. Maybe it's that silver, that frosted hair. Maybe that's what it is. You're an asshole, Jimmy, okay? You never met a gangster you didn't like. You're always placing blame somewhere else. And it's amazing how in just a couple of weeks, Dan Marino went from this genius, this great, brilliant veteran, who all of a sudden, he don't know nothing. His arm stinks. He's a dummy. He's a moron. And we got people out there, yeah, that's right, turn on him. Turn on him, because it's only a one-man team anyway. There aren't 11 guys playing out there on offense. It's a one-man team. Oh, man, it's just, I'm telling you, I'm getting sexual excitement just listening to all these people and all the inane comments. I'm going home listening to Hank yesterday, and about the first half dozen. I thought Hank was going to have a stroke. I mean, the dumbest comments, the most idiotic rationalizations. I mean, they lost the game. Wow. Oh, my God. Will life be able to go on now? No. No. And the one kid, my favorite, about the third or fourth call Hank gets yesterday, kid says, he says, well, you know, the good part of all of this is at least they don't have the pressure of being undefeated now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I mean, would you rather be 3-0 and or 2-1? and Anybody knows 2 and one's better than 3-0. Because it that takes that pressure off. Like the year that they went undefeated and won the Super Bowl. Like last year when Denver was, like Hank said, 11-0 and and went on to win the Super Bowl. All that pressure of being undefeated must have really gotten to them, didn't it? No. No. I mean, talk about rationalizations. But, you know, the interesting part of it is we've got this uh, hockey game coming up tonight. The Kings here to play the Panthers at the Mac Arena. 6,000 unsold tickets, by the way. Lots and lots of tickets. Come on out and see a real sport with real men, by the way. Even Mad Dog would agree with that, that these are the real men. You've heard him say it a million times. But one of the Panther players who will go unmentioned, I won't say who it is because I don't want to embarrass him, but at any rate, he went to his first Dolphin game Monday night, stayed for a half, couldn't get out of there fast enough, said it was the most boring dreck he's ever seen in his life, and also commented that the only people that go to Dolphin games are drunks and rednecks, to which I say, a ride. Very perspicacious and right on target, which is why I stopped going about three, four years ago. Amen, brother. Right on target. dan has got to make better decisions. Jimmy's a moron, okay? Jimmy has done nothing here except talk a big game, threaten to quit, pull that little coup with Dave that, that Again, still p- here we are. How long is it later? And the people on the station, the experts, they still haven't figured out what really happened there. That Jimmy basically blackmailed Wayne and, uh, you know, threatened to quit unless he brought in Dave Wanstead. And all of a sudden, here was Dave Wanstead coming in on the uh, helicopter from the West Coast. And a press conference that everybody thought he was resigning at. Oh, guess what? He's going to stay. He's going to stay. Well, I stayed for one reason. We could be something special. We
3: got a shot.
2: And he lost the game. And th- this town is coming apart at the seams over a football team losing the game. But to pick up where I left off yesterday being the hard-hearted son of a bitch that I am about all these sports venues and about that headline about and, and about Tim Smith, the city commissioner there in Fort Lauderdale, which I'm sure has no – you know, he's got no conflict of interest in this thing. He just wants to clean up that bad part of uh, downtown Fort Lauderdale, right? No. Well, whatever. But the idea that we need another sports venue – here's the, the the heat, which I wasn't even aware of this. I wish I would have I scoured yesterday's Sun Sentinel to find the page. The Heat are so desperate to sell tickets, they took out a full-page ad in the back section of uh, the Sun-Sentinel yesterday to try to sell season tickets. They've had Pat Riley on, their, on TV, practically on his hands and knees, begging, pleading, oh, won't you please buy tickets? Forget about the WNBA team. That's never going to happen. Anymore. But how about the Heat? How about the real team? I mean, look how good we were. And what they forget is that even in a smaller arena over there, four blocks away, they never filled that thing up anyway, as good as they were year after year. Did they ever fill it up? No. Almost Never. And even when they sold all the tickets, they had a lot of empty seats because it was, uh, you know, a plastic thing, like the guy said yesterday. So there's another great reason that we had this American Airlines arena to benefit a multi-billionaire. You can imagine how many billions he's got now, now that daddy just croaked. That's another reason we need a lot more sports venues. 6,000 unsold tickets for the uh, Panthers tonight. They can't sell tickets to save their lives in this new arena downtown for the uh, heat. You can't complain about the Marlin crowds because basically there weren't any. And the Dolphins lose one game and everybody in town is like having a nervous breakdown and they're like uh, coming apart at the seams. I've never heard such a Jagfest of flying and carrying on and finger pointing and blaming. What's going to happen if they lose two or three in a row? Huh? What's going to happen then? I have a feeling they'll have a shot in the head. They'll be committing suicide. They'll have to bring Demetrius down here to take a stab at it. I'm telling you. Grow up, okay, boys and girls? Grow up. They lost the game, and right away they're coming unglued, and the coach is pointing at this one, and this one who was a hero three weeks. And you people out there, you phonies, like I said yesterday, and I'm right on target as usual, you don't appreciate anything. guy could come in here and give you the greatest performance in the world, just like Pavel Burry with the Panthers. They don't even know who the hell he is. They could put five million pounds of gold right in the streets of this town. They could pave the streets with gold, and these people would still be going, wah, wah, wah. They never stop. Just like the guy on Monday, right out of the box. We have our first home game. Hockey season just starts. They win. They look better than a lot of us thought they were going to. Bray scores a goal. Whitney scores and has a pair. That's going, Ray. They fixed the goal lights, the audio, the sound wasn't deafening, it was a pretty good time was had, by them, and right away, wah, wah, what do we get? Complaints, people bitching and belly aching. Man, I thought I was supposed to be the whiner and the bitcher and the belly acher. Isn't that the deal? Uh-huh. Not me. I'm a I'm a I'm a, I'm a wonderful guy compared to most of the people in this town. Yeah, that's right. I'm the good Samaritan compared to most of you whiners and criers and bitchers and moaners and complainers, like a bunch of spoiled little brats. So like I said, don't worry about your kids and the schools and education and things like that, getting smart. Worry about let's build a lot more of these ballparks so we have a lot more of this good stuff to talk about here on a sports station. Because it was Danny's fault. You suck, Danny. We hate you, Danny. You're a piece of crap. You're a moron, Danny. you got Alzheimer's. you got football Alzheimer's. Let's attack him. Let's rip him an ass. I saw Joe Rose crying in the hallway this morning. He was so upset over all, these, uh, all this attack on his buddy Danny. He was shedding tears in the hall.
4: Oh, man, Marina, where's the God? Oh! There's something wrong
1: with our PD. Our program director is upset. He was wondering why no one ever talked to me. He was spelling and scheduling, and he said he will get in his (laughs) sleep. We have a program director that drives Our TV was asking Why was anyone listening to me? And when we started laughing He ran out of the studio hysterically
2: This is a place that's reduced a lot of people to tears recently, I'll tell you that. Joe's in the hallway crying over Danny getting attacked by everybody, including the coach this morning. Program director's crying because it's another day at the shop. We're crying because we have an answer on center one with those discs are going to be redone. and No. No, but uh, we're doing our best. We'll let you know. Soon, we hope. By the way, nice going at the Herald. Talk about, uh, again, pandering to the brainwashed masses out there with misleading headlines. Right on the front page of the Herald this morning... Here's a picture of Jesse the Body, my hero. Reform leader Slam Ventura is the headline. Playboy chat sparks resignation calls. But then if you read the article, which most people don't, come to find out that the outgoing chairman of the uh, party, the Reform Party, Russ Verney, who's already – these comments were made days ago. He's the one that's ripping him an ass. And then there's some other bitch in Texas from the Reform Party ripping him an ass. But, see, keep in mind, people only read headlines. They see the picture, they read the headline, maybe one or two words, and that's it. Jack Gargan, the retiree on Florida's Gulf Coast who will take over as the Reform Party Chairman January 1, calls the whole thing a tempest in the teapot. It was a breath of fresh air, Gargan says, reciting from an incoming email he says is running 5 to 1 in Jesse Ventura's favor. How do you like that? 5 to 1, it's running in his favor, the email, which I'm sure there's plenty of. But the headline says Reform Leader Slam Ventura. You see, because he said the truth, you can't say the truth in America. You can't say religion is a sham and it's a crutch for weak people who want strength in numbers and who are—which he didn't say this part, but of course we all know it—afraid of death, too immature and too weak to face the fact that there's death. Oh no, we don't really die, do we? Do we? Uh-huh. Oh no. For example, I'm seeing this thing about how they're exhuming the body.
5: Where the hell is that? One moment, please.
2: They're exhuming the body. I mean, what the Sam Shepard case, is it ever ever going to go away? No. No. But they resumed, they resumed that exhumed Marilyn Shepard's body yesterday, and then the murder was in 1954 that she was killed, so that's 45 years ago. And I'm thinking to myself, I wonder what she's thinking about in there now. Huh? You think when they open up the box that she said, oh, why can't you let me sleep? Huh? I find that very poignant. there. I mean, what do you think you'll look like 45 years later, all depending on what good embalming job they did? You see, because all this business about life after death, about being up in heaven, first of all, you can't see anything, you can't hear anything, you can't feel anything. You have no senses because you've got no brain. You have no brain. I mean, is there anybody out there so stupid not to understand that all of the functions of the body, all of the five senses come from having a brain? No, it's the soul, man. Yeah, the soul. That's only the Schwarzers that got soul. Us white folks, we got no chance at all. Maybe they'll be up there with their soul, okay? Or maybe the Beatles will be there with rubber soul. Or maybe just a rubber or two. Oh, it's the soul. But the soul can't see, the soul can't hear, the soul can't uh, do nothing. Maybe the soul's got rhythm, but that's about it. Yeah, I got rhythm. I just got rhythm. 5670560, 5670560, pound 560, our poll question today. We're surveying South Florida to find out, does Jimmy Johnson have naked pictures of everybody in town? Why does he get a free pass? You want to know why? He's an asshole. I just don't get it. I don't understand it. I mean, it comes as no surprise to me because he's a mean-spirited, nasty, short, ill-tempered piece of crap is what he is. And they lose one game, and right away he goes into a snit. Instead of saying, hey, guess what? Because I saw him there at the beginning of the game, and the ABC bitches down there in the field, oh, yeah, we've got to establish the running game. And everybody's going, oh, yeah, sure, Jimmy. Yeah, right. That's why Marino had to throw 44 times, because there was no running game. So he has an off night, and right away they lose. And by the way, you lie, Jimmy. This bullcrap about how he held onto the ball too long when he, got, uh, when he fumbled, and the guy ran it back to Northern, ran it back for a touchdown. I saw that. He didn't hold on to the ball too long. He just got blindsided. He never had a chance because they totally missed the block, and he got creamed. There goes the ball. There goes northern up the field, northern, southern, uh, backward, and forward, and there it's a touchdown. But this is what happens when you lie a lot, Jimmy. I mean, here at QAM, we're the experts on that. We invented it. We know how to lie, especially our management. Here's Pompano. Hello.
6: Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Every time I hear the Jimmy Johnson commercial, well, we got a
7: chance to be sh we smashed. got a shot. Every time I
6: hear shot. that I'm hearing Sally Fields at the Oscars like twenty years ago so, You like
7: me, you really like yeah, me Yeah,
8: right. Uh
6: listening to Hank's show yesterday and you made a point about the um about the moron who was calling up saying that it takes the pressure off of the other.
2: Right, losing the game. Now we don't have to worry about that undefeated pressure, right? You
6: know, I'm listening to Hank the last couple of days. He, he he's throwing some crap out of his mouth that he just assumes is true and, and like what? Oh, he says, well, I don't know why you're complaining about the Dolphins' rushing game. They've been averaging 154 yards co- or, uh, rushing coming into the game. And I'm like, I don't think so, J.J., because they look at my handy Sun Sentinel stats. And
2: mm-hmm. he was saying
6: this all day. Yesterday. They, had they, had 100...
2: 50, they had 57 yards rushing in the uh, Buffalo game. Right, and they now. had
6: 90, 194 yards total coming into that game, which is like 97 yards a game.
2: Right, against uh, two girls' Yeah, games. so
6: I don't know where he could uh, an average of 154. Then, I don't know if you heard the show on Monday when he was talking about how they determined... Uh, you know, with with the Mets and Reds and Astros situation, that if they all ended up tied, the Mets would have to, uh, you know, the Mets would get into the playoffs. He says, "Oh, that was determined by a coin flip. They just flipped a coin and they just they decided that the Mets didn't have to play a playoff yeah. game." And I'm like, "No, Jimmy. The reason was because, uh, or, or Hank, I should say, the reason was is because both uh, the Astros and the Reds would have had to play off for the division title. And obviously, whoever lost that game would have more losses than the Mets. And you know, that I mean, they would never flip a coin to determine who's not going to play a postseason game." But, uh, you know, sometimes he just he just annoys me
2: because... Well, he... so call him up and tell him that. I'm not talking about Hank. I'm talking about this situation. I thought this guy had something to say. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. But it is true that just virtually everybody except Gully and me on this radio station is owned, lock, stock, and barrel by Jimmy Johnson. Terrified him. I mean, God forbid that anybody should criticize him or suggest that in the four years that he's been here, he's shown he's shown us basically nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. Here's a guy that talk big. You know, if you're going to open up a big mouth, you better produce something, you know. You're going to go there on Fox and talk a big game about how Shula's got all the tools there. They've got no excuses not to win it and set the guy up to get canned, which he deserved. His time had come. But if you're going to set somebody up to take his job, then you better come in and do something and produce and not look to be fine in scapegoats and blaming everybody else. And that business at his press conference at the end where where the guy says, well, you know, maybe Marino has uh, lost it mentally. Maybe after 17 years, shouldn't he have the mental wherewithal and know, uh, you know, what place to go? Well, I, that's a road I don't want to go down. And he gets pissed off and walks away. Well, what's the message there? What did I tell you last year? They hate each other like poison. Oh, no, but I don't know anything. And all the other guys on this station, they're the sports experts. I know nothing. They hate each other like poison. So, why should it come as any great surprise that the first opportunity, when the times get, uh, when the uh, tough get going, whatever the hell that is, how does that go? When the crap is on your ass, just point the finger of blame at the guy that you detest and can't stand and just waiting for him to fall on his ass. Which would make all the reason in the world to have, you know, a capable backup standing in the wings. Do we have that? No. No. Do you have that? Not we. Sorry. Here's Plantation. Hello.
9: Hey, how you doing?
2: Okay, sir.
10: Two things. Um, I live here almost thirty years, and you live here as long or longer. Too long, yeah. Yeah. But the average length of a professional football's career is about three and a half to five years. So we've, we, you know, we've been spoiled by Danny lasting this long. Let, let's be realistic. You know, yeah. how much longer does he have? Not long. Um,
2: but what, what, what? But but what does that mean? Does that mean that he's the reason that they lost the game?
10: No, it's it's very complicated. It's
2: how come he was so great four weeks ago when he beat Denver and everybody was just uh, peeing all over his leg, and now all of a sudden he's lost it and he's washed up?
10: But, but Denver's really nothing this year.
2: I, I understand that. I, I, I realize that, but I'm just I'm just quoting from these same people who are screaming and want him lynched out of town now, want to drive him out on a rail.
10: He deserves every right to still be there now, and he just doesn't have a supporting cast around him.
2: Right, and they have no running game.
10: And, you know, it just may
2: never have a running game, as long as Dan's there. Yeah. Well, isn't that great? Have a nice day. Okay, thanks for the good news. There you go, Danny. I hope you're listening, sweetheart. You may never have a running game. Maybe when you get out of here, they'll bring in a running game just to spite your ass, okay? Like I told you, like I said, quoting one of the Panther players, it was the most boring event, sporting event he's ever been at in his life. He left at halftime. Couldn't wait to get out of there. Drunks and rednecks, to quote this uh, Panther player, well-respected. Drunks and rednecks, those are the people who attend the football games here. Absolutely correct, sir. Couldn't have said it better myself. What a difference between the crowd at the Dolphin Games and, to give an example, a crowd at the Panther Games. What a difference. People at the Panther, and I'm not saying that people at the Panther Games are knowledgeable because most of them are not, but at least, uh, and there's some plastic people there with their cell phones, but nevertheless, they're like clean cut. Most of them, they look uh, human. I mean, there's like living and breathing people. Uh, not too many people getting too drunk. Uh, you know, like a fairly respectable bunch, except for the assholes holding their kids up in front of your face. But other than that, You go to a Dolphin game, man, and they're like, uh, of course, you see, we don't have tailgate parties before hockey games. How do you like that, huh? We don't have tailgate parties before hockey games, so they can be sufficiently inebriated before the event even starts. Forgetting about the guys coming back two, three, four hundred beers in their hands at a time. Getting into the brawls in the stands, getting all over your shoulder, spilling their beer on your back, up your head, stuff like that. Like I said, there's nothing like staying right there at home and uh, watching it on television. Now, come to the Panther game tonight at the arena. You'll see a real sporting event, and you won't have people doing all those things. Try to get some people out there tonight, because it's going to be really embarrassing if we have 6,000 empty seats in the Mac Arena to see Pavel Bury and Ray Whitney and Mark Parrish and those good guys, and Luke Robitaille and a couple of guys that they got, Ziggy Palfi, all you old Islander fans. Maybe Neil can actually get 20 or 30 extra people to come on out tonight, huh? in a much more enjoyable environment.
1: QAM's got the coach. We got a shot. We got a chance. <laughs> to be Jimmy
7: Johnson, <laughs> JJ and the Hammer, five, all season long. Here on Sports Radio Five Sixty QAM.
1: Buffalo. Bill. Fuck. Out. Oh. my God. This feels so good. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm so yeah. Oh yeah, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Oh my God! Oh yeah, play with my balls, play with my balls. Oh, that feels so good. Yeah, just roll them around, do it, Oh my God, I love it with you. Oh sugar. Yeah. Don't move. I'll go get you a towel.
2: Ten thirty one at five sixty WQM. I'm telling you, Greg Cotex, you got your head so far up Jimmy's I'm embarrassed for you. JJ Wright, Marino must play better. That's his column this morning. That's his spin on it. He's spinning it. I'm serious. Jimmy Johnson must have naked pictures of almost every sports writer, almost every sports caster in his town, because they are so terrified of him, it's unbelievable. They cower in his presence. I'm embarrassed for them. Not to mention any names. Five six seven O five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Hank will be at Chulas today. Josh Darrow, Clarence will be on six to seven, and then uh, seven o'clock we got the pregame with Gildy. The Panthers hosting the LA Kings at the Macarena tonight. Come on out, you'll have plenty of room. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
7: Hey, Neil. I think Jimmy Johnson and you should be in hell.
2: Okay, thank you. We will we'll be seeing you there. We'll be special there. Here's a mobile in uh, Marathon. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, um,
11: I I know you uh you said that you can't speak the truth in America. Because then you know
6: everybody gets bent out of shape, uh, uh, you know, on the uh, what Jesse Ventura said. Right. But
11: now, when the people down here make an observation based on reality that Dan Marino may be getting a little older, I know he's not immune to the aging Maybe getting process. a little
2: older. We already know that. I'm the one that's been saying he can't play forever, and these people think he's going to play until he's 80 years old. Yes. No,
4: I mean, it's just, it, it's it's obvious. I mean, it, I mean it's
2: so not let, per- let, me say, let me say it again. How come three weeks ago when they beat Denver, when they beat the stuffings out of the defending Super Bowl champions and nobody at that time knew that Denver was going to go 0-4 and stick the joint out, how come at that time Dan Marino, they were ready to put a goddamn crown on his head and coronate him king of the goddamn universe, and now because they lose a game because they got no running game and he had an off night, now all of a sudden we realize he's getting older and he's not so good. What is that all about, sir? You know what? it sounds like to me, it sounds like a bunch of phonies, two-faced uh, sourpusses who can't take losing a ball game.
11: Yeah, but it's, I mean, you know, over the last, past couple of years... And that, by the way, didn't is...
2: Jimmy Johnson give a big song to dance before the game about they were going to run the ball and run the ball, and they had to establish a running game? Did they establish a running game, sir? No. No. Uh, but
3: over the past... Couple... Did they? They didn't establish a running Fifty-seven
2: game. yards on the ground, sir. And now we got assholes calling in yesterday, another one on Hank's show. Well, and I hit one of them. Well, we need a mobile quarterback. So the quarterback is supposed to do everything. we got a guy who has to run. He's got to complete at least 90% of his passes. The quarterback is the only guy out there. Nobody's got a block for him. We don't need any running backs. We don't need any receivers who can catch the ball. We need a quarterback who can do everything. When, when you have a quarterback... This is, this is the revelation about people who don't understand sports, and that's what South is all about. I've told you that for two years since I've been on this radio station. I've never heard so many dumb calls in my life as the crap that comes in on this station. It's not dumb when they're pointing out that a guy's getting older. Yeah. He, was getting, old, he was getting older three weeks ago, it's too, wasn't It's not personal. He? It's not personal. Wasn't he getting older three weeks ago? <laughs> Sir? Jimmy's an egomaniac, oh, okay? thank you. Okay, thanks. We finally got to the truth. Thank you. He's getting older. Aren't we all getting older? Uh-huh. We're all getting older, baby. And I'm also the guy that keeps saying they got to get somebody. They got to groom a guy to replace him. They got to have somebody in the wings who can step right in because the guy's as fragile as a as a as a uh, glass as a light bulb. Oh no, you don't know what you're talking about, you faggot. You don't know. Let's. We want to talk to the experts. We want to talk to Joe, who used to take a lot of showers with these guys. Five six seven O oh, five sixty Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Freedom to speak the truth about losing a ball game. That's the stuff that's important, speaking the truth. That Danny is getting older. Thank you, sir. I'll count all the way from Marathon for your profound observations that Danny is getting older. I thought Danny didn't I thought guys like him don't get any older. I thought to use a great sports cliche, I thought he was ageless. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yeah,
11: hi.
4: How are you doing? the next mind, George
2: Blanda. Yes, sir.
11: Yeah, it's nice. Uh, I can't believe what
4: you said this morning. I really enjoy your show. What I just want to tell you, the South Florida fans, they are mediocre. They don't know nothing about sports. Right. They think life Amen. is all like that
2: every day. You know, I just enjoy your show and uh, keep on doing a good job, okay? Okay, God bless you. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'll speak it in English. Thank you. Whatever you said. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Got a couple openings on there. This ain't like the sports shows where they're all lined up to say those stupid things because they know they're not going to get away with it here. They're not going to get a free pass and the coach ain't going to get a free pass because he don't pay my salary, Jimmy freaking J L Bird Johnson, with his arrogant, cocky attitude that everybody else is at fault. He's been waiting for this opportunity. He personally hates Dan Marino like poison. Oh no, you're wrong about yeah. Okay, whatever you say. I would just love for one of these jocks, one of these ex-jocks, one of these sports experts on this radio station someday to come on and tell the truth. Oh, God, would it be great. I'm not going to hold my breath. Here's Plantation. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
12: Eric here in Plantation, first time caller, long time listener. Great show. Yes, it is. Hey, I don't normally agree with you on uh, your sports
4: analysis, but you have the nail nail on the head with Jimmy Johnson. The only shot that he's got is Marino. Now here's here's the irony.
12: Here's the irony of the game on Monday. Yeah. He brought in all these running
8: backs over the off season. The one running back that's doing well because
2: he had the same name, yeah.
8: The one running back that's doing well is Tyrone Wheatley, who we let go, who's thriving in Oakland. Mm
1: -hmm. And
8: they didn't even play Abdul
13: Jabbar the other night. Jabbar had like two hundred and sixty seven total yards last year. Yeah. in the two games against the Bills, yeah, and he's got these stabler running backs you're, you're, in you're there. You're
2: out of line now. Jimmy don't make mistakes. Don't you understand that? You're out of line. No. Jimmy don't make mistakes.
7: No, he's screwed up big time. He's passing the buck to,
2: uh, oh.
12: to
4: Marino. How do you
2: like that? Passing the buck. Isn't that exactly what I said? Find is, a, it's called finding a scapegoat.
4: I know what's funny is, you know, they say that And what's uh, even
2: more pathetic is assholes like your Greg Kotex listing chapter and verse all the reasons, "Oh, you're right, Jimmy. Yes sir, yes sir. Whatever you say, Jimmy. Whatever you say." Well, here's what a point. bunch of suckholes we got in this town, sir. That's the bottom line. We got a bunch of suckholes who have no balls. Hey, Neil, they also say that uh that the, that uh, Jimmy Johnson is a master motivator like he's some, he's some a big master psychologist. This is what he is, not a this master motivator. This is going to blow,
8: this is going to blow up in his face. Yeah. embarrassing Marino in yeah. public, don't you
2: think? I, it sure ain't going to help.
8: How do you think Marino's going to do against the
2: Colts in spite of what John? I, I don't said? know. Time remains to be seen, but I don't think that uh, somebody who's been around as long as he does need somebody to you know kick him in the ass. If there's anybody that's motivated and has a will to win, it's Marino.
7: He needs to ditch the running back by committee and go with either Cecil Collins yeah. or... Just stick with your bar for a whole game and see what
2: one of those two guys Or maybe he needs do. to get some new hairspray. That might do it, too. Have a great day, Eric. Thanks. Thank you so much. 5670560, oh, pound 560. Oh, my God, this Rodgers, he's always out there on a limb, and here he is today again. You can't say these things about Jimmy Johnson. He's a sacred mukau. cow. You can't say these things because we got a shot. We really got a shot. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. They don't look for scapegoats, Jimmy. They roll up their sleeves, they take the blame. The buck stops here, right at the coach's door, okay? That's where the buck stops. Not pointing the finger at the only goddamn superstar you got in the goddamn ball club. You idiot, you jackass, you silly goose, you. And it just pains me here, like the guy from Marathon. Well, you know, he's getting older. That's not the point. The point is that you don't have a head coach who tries to embarrass and humiliate and degrade his star quarterback because he's got an off game on a night when everybody else had a bad game, too. They lost the game. Wow. And if they've got a shot to be so goddamn special, how come it is that they lose one game and they all become unglued? Unglued. Wasn't stomping on no Flutie Flakes after the game this time, was he in the locker room? No. No. Stamping on pictures of Danny Boy, I think. A lot of pictures in this town. You know, that that seems to be the key to everybody's success. Just get a lot of naked pictures of people and you'll do okay. That works here at QAM like a charm.
10: Oh, Alonzo, you're so big.
1: Dong shine. A guarded secret for centuries. Dong shine. Now it can be all yours. Dong shine. Did you ever wonder how some men managed to keep their dongs so shiny or how some dongs? seem to hold that sheen all day long. The reason is Dong Shine. Originally used as a masturbatory cream in ancient China, it was discovered
3: that Dong Shine left a
4: great gleam to the dong. My dong was always so dull. It just seemed to lack luster. Now, with Dong Shine, even after we turn out the lights, it still seems to give off a subtle glow. Thanks, Dong Shine. Order today
1: and receive as a free gift Ask low. Dong shine and ask low. Because with a shimmery dong and a shiny ass, there's no limit to what you can do. Order again.
2: By the way, Don Zimmer says, see, it goes to show. It's always a good idea to have a steel plate in your head. It's uh, 1045 at 560 WQM. So, this reform party, the bad news about this thing is, it looks like it's a, a silly thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Now that, have you, did you see who they're talking about now? You may want to, you may want to blow your brains out. You might have a shot if I tell you. I mean, you started with Jesse, which made a lot of sense, you know, he's making, I mean, even though he's pissing a lot of people off, but God bless him. And then it was the Donald, we got Donald Trump, and then Pat Buchanan, that fascist, who said that Hitler was misunderstood and we should never have gone in there in the first place. And now the new one, Oprah. The new one is Oprah. No, you made that up. No, I did not. Here it is right there. There's the picture right in the paper. That's Sparta. That's right. She's a multimillionaire talk show host, actress, and most recently college professor. She's all over Channel 4 28 hours a day. Now some Reform Party members are talking about President Oprah Winfrey. (laughs) How do you like that? It's Jesse times a hundred, said Paul Larson, chairman of the draft committee and party leader from suburban Minneapolis. She's got a thousand times as much money, a hundred times as much the name recognition, and a sterling reputation for honesty and being really fat, too. There you go. It's Oprah. What do you say? Huh? What? No. No. I think the Reform Party basically is the party. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hi,
8: uh, Neil. Yes, sir. You hit the nail right on the head this time with Jimmy Johnson. Yes, I did. did. He, yes, you did. <laughs> I think he's got uh, Teflon in his hairspray because n- no criticism ever finds this guy. And I think that the, when he first came here and we got rid of Shula, the big uh, thing that he trumpeted was he was going to bring a running game to the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. We're still under three yards per carry. And we're worse than we were when, uh, June was here when we were and, running and, the ball.
2: and let me say it again. If Marino, now that the guy's been here for four years, if Marino is old and losing it, then how come this guy hasn't groomed a, you know, a competent quarterback that we have confidence in there to step in, like in the second half or at least the fourth quarter and, uh, you know, run the offense if, if Danny's lost it. Yeah. I mean, this guy, there's no way that this man can blame anybody else. He's got full control, which is what he wanted to come in here. He's got all the like, personnel control. And in the meantime, they, you know, they're mediocre at best and he's looking to point fingers.
8: Yeah, you know what he did, Neil, is the thing that really drives me crazy is he's, the way he set up this whole offense, It purposely go, it's, it's contrary to the strengths of Marino. It's like he's trying to win in spite of them instead of using his strengths, where mm-hmm. he's constantly facing with a third and 10, third and 11, and, you know, there's nothing wrong with his arm. He and for, nice, for, him,
2: for him to say that he held the ball too long in a play where he got hit and fumbled and they ran, a, but Northern ran it back for the touchdown... I mean, that's just a blatant lie. And for the media to just write this dutifully because they're so terrified of Jimmy, let him go back and look at the replay of that. He didn't hold the ball too long. He got – they never touched this guy. He came through untouched, and, and uh, then he had no chance. No, no quarterback in the league had a prayer on that play. Everybody, any quarterback would have gotten hit and probably fumbled the ball. Yeah,
8: no what, but clear hammered Jimmy, and when he coached at Miami – He opened the floodgates, let all the criminals in, Right. and he left. He's the gangster coach. Let's understand he's a gangster
2: coach. And his big claim to fame in the NFL is he made that one trade there with Minnesota and got 700 first-round draft picks and brought a bunch of his gangsters in from U of M and won a couple of Super Bowls. That's his big claim to fame. Here he has done basically nothing.
8: Yeah, and you remember what he did against Penn State when he had his battle fatigue team?
2: Yeah, sure do. They went out there and got their ass in Okay, have a great day, pal. You too, man. 5670560, 5670560, the gangster coach, baby. Oh. Neil Bird Jimmy, JJJ. J, J. Oh. Neil Hilbert Jimmy Johnson. Thank God there's me on this radio station, at least, even though it's not a sports show. And I tell you the goddamn truth about this crap instead of sucking his ass all the time, like most of these other people do round the clock. Jimmy don't make mistakes. Here's a, a mobile and sunrise. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
10: You're the only one that has called a blindside for what it was. All these reporters, all these news people. The only thing great about Marino was he was the only one of the few quarterbacks that got up after getting killed like that. And the only thing wrong with his age is that he's not 12 years old and can't play that Optimus League
1: football offense that Johnson himself has put in.
2: Okay, okay. Somebody's potching with our phone lines as we speak, but uh, thank you, sir. Yeah, somebody's uh, dealing with our phone lines. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Only at QAM, baby. Oh, Only at the home of technical amazement. How's that chief engineer doing? Anybody seen him lately? No. No. We're working on that eight hundred line. We're thinking about it. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
12: Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh Third generation from Miami, long time listener. You got the greatest show.
2: Yes, I do. In the world, I would say.
12: Listen, I work for the Dade County School Board, worked here for 11 years. I work out of the maintenance department. Um, I'm what they call a zone mechanic. I'm stationed at two elementary schools. I thought you might appreciate this little story. I ordered light bulbs for one of my schools over a month ago, and I go into the main office today, and I ask the secretary, did you get the light bulbs in? Uh, she says, no, I, I don't know how to do it. Can you help me on the computer? I'm a blue-collar worker, work with my tools, so Mm -hmm. I go over and I have her pull up the screen. I have to show her exactly what to push and how to order them. Five minutes later, I come back in the office, and you're going to love this. She says, we don't have the money to get the light bulbs. Mm
2: -hmm. No money. This is in Dade County?
12: Dade County Public Schools. This happened to me. They can't
2: afford textbooks for all the kids in school. Yeah, this happened
12: to me uh, uh, two years ago at my other school. You know how long it took to get light bulbs? 18 months. Yeah. And they've got plenty of money now. Well, here we
2: got a, here we get a Fort Lauderdale politician, a city commissioner, Tim Smith, calls on his show yesterday. And the only thing he's got to say about the overcrowded schools in Broward and all of South Florida in general and the crappy quality of education is he's taken a shot at the Crystal Palace and the Broward School Board and a big expensive building and they got more than enough money and it's being wasted. If that's the best that our politicians can do in this state to solve these problems, if the money is there and it's being misspent so we don't have money for textbooks and light bulbs and lunches and whatever, then how come nobody's doing something to invest? Investigate it and clean it up.
9: People
12: are, That's what
2: I would like to know. Why isn't that on the front page of the goddamn newspaper?
12: They're afraid. People are afraid, afraid of what? They're afraid to investigate it. People that work here in the school board are afraid to speak up. If you go downtown Miami to the administration... Who are they afraid of? They're afraid of losing their jobs. We have so many bosses that if we talk back to them, we get written up. They want to get rid of us. Yeah. They have ways to do it. There's more of them than there are of us. All you've got to do is go downtown to the administration building and see all the money that they have wasted on all the top-heavy administrators. You know, somebody told me that they did a survey, and the top 500 employees for Dade County School Board make more money than the top 500 employees for the Pentagon.
2: Yeah, isn't that great?
12: It's amazing. Amazing, the waste of money.
2: But how But how come our local newspapers, instead of writing about oh, we need money for a stadium, like I said yesterday, how come they're not leading the charge in a campaign and uh, doing all this investigative work and finding out where all the money is going and who's stealing it?
12: They're probably paid off. They're afraid to investigate
2: it. Okay, pal. All right. Hang you. in
13: there. All right. Let's buy them some light bulbs.
2: Are we Are we having some kind of a phone situation that yeah, I'm not aware the of? Southern
13: Bell thing, they were having it on their system this morning also. Oh, no. Four and seven are, uh, member line four, you heard that noise? Yeah. Yeah. There's a hum on both of those lines. And, and that, line too. Seven. Yeah, and that, too.
2: So Southern Bell is busy dicking with our phones while we're on the air, by the way, boys and girls. I just thought I would mention that. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hello, Yes, sir. I can barely hear you. How are you doing? Okay.
14: Uh, I just wanted to point out, why, why is no one brought up the fact that O.J. McDuffie dropped a, uh, a touch, short touchdown.
2: Because his name ain't Dan Marino.
14: And uh, if it wasn't for that and, and him getting blindsided beyond the right. leaf.
2: That's like, right. Then they they, they, still, they still might have won, been won. That's right.
14: Exactly. And and dropped pass on third down by McDuffie. So, I mean, everybody's pointing the finger at, at him and...
2: Well, no, no, don't you understand? The coach, the, the coach is pointing the finger. So now all these morons, these these dimwits, these know nothing. They're anxious to jump on a bandwagon because just like the coach, they'll they'll turn on you like a cornered rat when you lose a ball game. That, that's the way these fans are. These aren't fans. These are simpletons, man. They know nothing.
14: Unbelievable how how that can be. How how he cannot point things out like that. He,
2: yeah. Like you
14: said. He well, hates shows you where his
2: adge- it shows you where his agenda is, man. Have a great day. Oh, these phones. Did you hear that? These phones are all screwed up. Well, hallelujah. Happy day, okay? I thought I was finally getting over my psychosis about the Center One problem with the CDs in our Center One campaign and about the fact we don't have a promotion department in this radio station. Now our phones are being potkied around with in the middle of the show. We finally have the drilling and the hammering stopping in the middle of the show. Now they're just digging with our phone system in the middle of the show. You know, you really have to scratch your head and you wonder, is, is, is it possible that this could all go on by accident? by osmosis. Are we really that stupid here? Are we that inept, that incompetent? Are we that technically... uh, Uh
9: Uh-huh.
2: Oh, we are? Like, I've been here two years and I don't know the answer. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Neil, how the hell are you? I'm doing okay in spite of this place.
3: I'm a former season ticket holder for the Dolphins. I wised up a few years ago. Uh, But I went to the game Monday night because somebody had an extra ticket, so I figured, okay, what the heck? Yeah. And, you know, it is
4: so true because... All these people, if they're there at 5 o'clock, tanking, you know, drinking, <laughs> smoking yeah. the spleefs, you know, whatever you do there, but it's like, like you said, you go to a hockey game, there's no time for that. They don't allow it. These people, I mean, I watched one guy, I was sitting in a lower end zone, seven or eight times in the first half, going back with two, three, four, how do they even see the game after they're tanked mm-hmm. so much? I mean, what's the point?
2: Drunks, rednecks, and the combination and, of the and, above.
4: And they all know nothing about the game. Just like all these people saying, you know, the quarterback is only an integral part of the of – what is he going to do? Hike the ball to himself, go out, block for himself, hand – what, what does Jimmy want him to do?
2: And run, too. Don't and, forget, even with his bad knees, he's I, also supposed to start I, having a running game now, and he's and, supposed to be it. And here's something no one else ever brought up. In the fourth quarter, the defense stopped Buffalo, I think, twice, with like less than three and four minutes to go. What happened? What, 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 was the, what was the play calling? I mean, you knew it was when it was
4: three and out, the first, and even the first quarter. Three out the first three but,
2: but you know something? This is not anything new. Of course, this, no, is this is nothing a, new. This has been going on here for years, years which is least, why uh, I, I stopped going in. and the problem wasn't Dan Marino. The problem wow. was the lack of an imaginative offense that worked. That well, was the problem. And
4: just like you said, when he was he was the, uh uh he was going to bring us to the Super Bowl after we beat Denver. Now they want to lose <laughs> Yeah, right. It's a, you know, it's not Dan Marino. Yeah, you know, when he got blindsided, Kevin Gogan just let those guys go right by. Right. That's they got, right. They got a, I don't even know what he plays. Right tackle. He's playing. They got guys out of the wrong position. People are hurt. And Jimmy, you know, even when, even why not even bother having a press conference when they lose? Because he gets all pissed off. Yeah. He, he, he looks at the guy like, a guy uh, like he's
2: an ill-tempered prick. Oh, no, he, 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 he.
4: You know, I hate to say it, but he is a prick. Yeah. And uh, in closing,
2: he's yeah, an, an asshole. asshole. Jimmy Johnson, I phone Okay. Five, six, now what's the story? I mean the phone we started out okay didn't have any problem with the instrument and now all of a sudden it's all uh screwed up? Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs>
1: I think that path you can in so creepy (laughs) Bradley is the next jock and Forbes is just a joke and George W. Bush Joe spent the 80s snorting so Yes, I wouldn't vote for you No matter I don't care how hard you try, all you
2: guys do is
1: cheat and lie. All right,
2: 1102 at 560 WQM. What about Oprah? How, Oprah for president? No. No? Get that big woman vote. What do you say? No. Five, six, seven, nine. I'm giving the numbers out, but of course the phones, some of the lines work, some of them don't. We're having a little problem here today, but that's the way it goes here at WQM. We have incessant, never-ending technical problems because it, you know, it makes it a little bit tougher. It's like a little handicraft. We'll survive. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello.
3: Neil, yeah, good morning. How are you? Yes,
2: sir. Buenos dias.
3: I'm the fraternity guy that called you a couple of weeks ago from Buffalo about the paddling and all that. Yeah. I'm very surprised you're talking about football today, but while you're on the subject... No, I'm
2: not, I'm not talking about football. I know I'm you're not talking about football. I'm about talking about, about phony fans. I'm talking yes, about the whole phoniness right. of this whole thing. People who don't understand the game, people who are two-faced, people who are phony. I mean, it happens to be football, but it could be anything. This is not a sports town.
7: All right, I just want to make two points. First point,
4: I don't like Wayne Heizinga. I don't like the way he took over the Dauphin organization like distressed no. property. Yeah. I don't like Jimmy Johnson. Right. And if we gotta make a he's choice an asshole. between
2: if
3: we have to make a choice between Wayne and Jimmy or Danny, I got news for both those guys. We're taking Danny, oh, Danny he was Boy, here
4: that's right. Long love before Danny. Those guys. right. Ever Get them afraid out of him. there. Let them know who's here first and whose town this is. Right. Jimmy, you're not gonna beat
3: Danny in the popularity contest, so give it up, buddy. Amen. Thanks, Neil. Bye bye.
2: Okay, we like Danny Boy, okay? We don't care if he's eighty years old, I gotta push him out there in a goddamn walker. We like Danny Boy. God damn it. Ungrateful. And Greg Kotex, you know something? They ought to take that column today and stick it up your... Rectum. Jesus, God. You're pathetic, man. What a phony you are. This is the same guy, by the way, that gave us the great analysis back when the Panthers had that big run four years ago. When they were playing the Penguins in the playoffs. Well, it was a nice run while it lasted, but it's obvious it's all over now. Yeah, you're such a schmuck. The people that they got writing columns in this time, most of them you can stick in a goddamn uh, into a goddamn fish tank and reach in and they all look the same, they smell the same. <laughs> exactly. And they write the same. Crap. Pure, unadulterated, never-ending crap. Here's Miami. Hello.
8: Hey, Niles, what's up? Okay. You know, Neil, um
5: I'm all for reform because I believe that, I mean, this country's got a lot of problems, including with some of the legislations and
4: stuff, but yeah. who the hell is going to believe that fat bitch, Oprah, in a reform party. I mean, what can she possibly stand for? I mean, what- Oh, how, she,
2: she already said she don't want it. They can't pay her enough.
4: I mean, what? yeah, what's she gonna stand for besides, you know, second servings at the buffet table? Fat, and, yeah. And she Patrick, stands for fat. And give me a break. This yeah. guy was an SNL scammer. Don't, don't
2: you understand? We should've just let Hitler alone. We should never gone in there and then let him kill another 20, 30 million people, especially those Jews, You know.
4: Yeah, like Clemente said, we should've stopped him at uh, Munich. At
2: Munich, that's right, pal. <laughs> you know what, We should've I mean, said, we got a shot. <laughs> Oh, I'll
8: tell you one good thing about the Reform Party, that uh, Donald Trump, he fits right in, because, I mean, think about it. He's, a, I mean, what,
4: multi-billionaire? Yeah. Womanizer? Right. Perfect politician. Scumbag. Perfect.
2: Okay, thank you. And yep. totally unqualified, too, by the way. Ever hold political office? No. No. How about Warren Beatty? Ever hold- no. No. Yeah, let's just start from Hollywood. I mean, this, this is uh, the culmination of the American obsession with stars, with movie stars and superstars and celebrities. Uh It's ridiculous. We didn't learn our lesson from uh, old Ronnie, did we? 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line for the ones that are working here today. we got a few lines working. Bell South, oh, God bless old Bell South. Did we have like a storm overnight here? No. Something that would have screwed up our phone line? No. It's just amazing to me. It's astonishing. It's like your cable. You know, the sun can be shining it by me out there in plantation. It can be beautiful. Not a, you know, a couple of birds in the sky, maybe (laughs) dropping one here and there. But other than that, there's no rain there. And all of a sudden, the cable goes out at the most bizarre times for five minutes, 20 minutes, a half an hour. And you kind of look in the mirror and you go, yeah, "What's, what's going on here? What the F is going on here, man? Like, why can't we keep these lines operating here in this radio station? Over in the other joint, WID, which I don't want to bring that up too much, but nevertheless, once in a while we'd have a phone problem because it's Bell South. I mean, what? You, once in a while, once in a great while. But here it's like kind of goes with the territory. Maybe we're just not paying the bills for all the lines, okay? Maybe we're paying like half of it so they'll leave half the lines working. That could be it. Am I going to get ex- exercised about it? No. You bet your sweet ass I'm not. I don't I don't have enough emotion left to get upset about that after the OJ business, after the CDs getting all screwed up for a of one business, after our promotion, the, the whole, uh, oh, God. And it all goes back to one guy, by the way, just like the thing with Jimmy. The buck stops here. It stops at the top. Stops at the top in this place with a guy that's always scratching his head, trying to find out where, how the brain got out of that hole. And the same thing with the Dolphin organization. It stops right there at the top of the man who's got the the uh, power to make all those calls, all those decisions. And all of a sudden, like I said, everybody's on that bandwagon. Oh, he's too old. He's decrepit. He's got bad knees. He can't run. He never, uh, he never stole a freight train. But other than that, we can't say nothing good about him. He's got those funny lips. He looks like the Joker in Batman. We never liked you anyway, Danny. We can't stand you, man. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello.
4: i using our Lord's name in vain, you schmuck.
2: Okay. God damn it. Here's a lady uh, mobile in uh, Vero Beach. Hello.
1: Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. It's about time someone on that station came out and spoke the truth. All right. Yeah. You bet. You're absolutely right. The old power monger moron, J.J., passes himself off as a great psychologist. What psychology? He's got a bachelor's in psychology. The psychology sucks. He's got a BS. He, he's you. got a
2: BS. Okay, thank you, sweetheart. BS is his middle name. Jimmy BS Johnson. That's what I heard. Jimmy Jailbird BS Johnson. 5670560. oh five sixty 560 on the AT&T wireless line. And these people, they're right behind him, baby. He's the Pied Piper. Whatever he says, it's the MS. He's the God. He's the Savior. He's the one that's going to lead us into the promised land, isn't he? No. No? That's what he told us when he was out there on Fox. Rhymes with schlock's. From the moment he came here, I despised. From the moment that I saw his beady eyes and that routine of his, that slick, glib Yahoo mentality, his. And why is it, by the way, that so many of these sports nerds, especially in football, you know, you got your Butch Johnson, you got Steve Spurrier, you got Bobby Bowden, you got Jimmy—they all got to be a bunch of Yahoos. Does that go with the territory? Uh-huh. Got to be a Yahoo? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if Oprah ever picked a seat out of her rectum. No, certainly. That's, that's something we ought to be thinking about today. Of course, women don't pick seeds out of their. Correct them. They? They're much too refined for that. Come on. No, not in America. Oh, no. Please. 1113 at 560 QAM. QAM presents and prevents the Wendixie Live Auction to benefit women of tomorrow, a mentoring program for high school girls in Dayton Broward all day tomorrow. 6 AM to 6 PM. Bid on a package including trip for two to the Atlantis Resort in the Bahamas, dolphin season tickets and gift certificates and lots more. All day tomorrow, 6 AM to 6 PM. Hello? Neil, yes, sir.
14: This is Senator Steve Deller. How are you?
2: Okay, Steve, How are you?
14: Okay, you were talking about education a bit earlier. I don't know if you know uh, what happened in the legislature last year. We gave a one billion with a b billion dollar tax cut of that one billion two hundred and seventy billion came directly out of education uh, in a reduction of the local property tax directly two seventy million at Governor Bush's urge and came directly out of education. Isn't that now, Well, I, I guess a lot of folks think that our schools aren't overcrowded. It's okay to have kids, um, you know, study in the shacks, excuse me, portables. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: and not not have any food to eat lunch.
14: Yeah, that. Um, not have
2: textbooks to take home at night to do homework.
14: Right, well, uh, not the books are crowded, et cetera. Uh, excuse, not enough books, uh, classrooms that are too crowded. Mm-hmm. And this year, when we had the money, is when I can understand in years that you say, look, we just don't have enough money this year so maybe we're not going to put extra money into schools. But if you're not going to do it in years that you don't have the money, and you're not going to do it in years that you do have the money, when are you going to do it? Mm-hmm. I offered an amendment to take the $270 million and put it back into education, and it was defeated on a strict party line vote. I'm a Democrat. Uh, the, all the Democrats voted in favor of it, and right. all the Republicans voted against it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because they were trying real hard to make sure they could say with a billion-dollar tax cut, three-quarters of a billion wouldn't have been enough.
2: Yeah, no, that's a nice round number. It's very impressive.
14: Yeah. So, I, I, you were talking about education, so that's why... Said, well, did You said what? What are the? Yeah, but the, 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 thing,
2: the thing that disturbs me, Steve, though, is that yeah. this is always what we're hearing: is that oh, there's there's more than enough money; it's just being wasted. There are too many bureaucrats. There are too many people making too much money at the top. There's plenty of money to go around. We, the last thing we need is to pay more taxes of any kind to you know support the school system. And in the meantime, all the deficiencies that you just talked about and a lot of others, they're going on, and nothing's well, happening.
14: Fortunately, I'm not a school board member. Uh, with all due respect to my friends on the school board, I think you have to be crazy today to want to be a school board member yeah. because it, it's an unwinnable job. We're asking the schools to do things that 30 years ago parents did, and it's almost it's an unwinnable situation. But let, you know, they, everybody talks about. And again, I'm not going to defend the school board; not my job. But everybody talks about too many bureaucrats. Um, Brow- I did try and introduce a bill which I couldn't get passed to set a statewide ratio as to what percentage of your total personnel could be administrators. I wasn't able to get that passed, but I will tell you that Broward is lower than the statewide average yeah. in the number of administrators. And maybe mm-hmm. that means every school board statewide has too many, uh, but I'm just letting you know that Broward has less than the statewide average. And a lot of people are right. Throwing money at a problem absolutely does not cure it, but not putting enough money in guarantees Mm -hmm. you're going to have a problem.
2: Right. Okay, Steve, thanks a lot. Keep uh, hanging there.
3: Okay. Keep trying. It's not an easy job.
2: Okay, I'm sure. Thanks a lot. Okay, State Senator Steve Geller, And there you go, good old Jeb Bush and all his Republican uh, friends up there in Tallahassee. As the uh, Republican Party continues to attempt to destroy the American public education system, this is nothing new. They've been doing this for 20 years now. Oh, we don't want to educate the people, then they might actually get smart. Let's only have the elitists go to school, the people with a lot of money. What we'll do is we'll we'll make all the bad schools even worse, and we'll give all these vouchers out so that, you know, you know we can subsidize people going to parochial and uh, private schools, and then we can really destroy it. We'll stick it to it so only the schwarzers and the desperate, the poverty-stricken, they can go to all the public schools and let them rot in hell. That's basically what people like Jeb Bush and his brother have to say about education. And, of course, the problem in this state is that the response is, yeah, nobody cares because this is not a state where it's an important issue. And I found out on this show, boy, the last few weeks that we've been talking about this, you people out there sure as hell, most of you don't care. It's right, a sad thing. They have to come on here and say, hey, all you kids out there, and we've got a lot of kids, by the way, who do listen to this show. I know we probably shouldn't say that because the FCC will say, oh, you see, well, I don't give a crap about the FCC. They can screw off. We have a lot of kids who listen to this show, who appreciate it, who get a chuckle out of it, who actually learn something from it. And it's very sad to come on and say, well, guess what? You know, I'm sad to hear all these stories that you're telling us. But the fact is, your parents don't really care about about you guys. They don't care about giving you quality education. All they want to do is ship you out for a few hours during the day and get you off their hands, and uh, you know, hope for the best. Hope you don't kill anybody. You know, that Michelle Gillen thing, and even though it was her, you know, forget about the fact that it was her on channel four. That, that, just that alone was enough to tear your kishkis out. If you got any feeling about, uh, you know, about kids, about intelligence, about quality of life, they don't care about those things. And that's why, uh, the reason I'm talking about this Jimmy Johnson thing is because it's such a classic example of what I've been saying for years. There's no sports fans in this town. This is the biggest joke. It's like the U of M football program. There's a freaking joke for you. Oh, yeah, they get off to a big start. They upset Ohio State, which turns out to be a crap team anyway. But uh, they win a game a lot of people expected to lose. Oh, yeah, we're back, Hurricanes. And and then they lose a couple of games. And right away, oh, yeah, well, what well, what other bandwagon can we jump on? That, those are not sports fans. They sold out 54,000 seats in less than one day in Cincinnati for a playoff game on a Monday night that nobody expected was going to be played. 54,000, a place where there wasn't an empty seat in the house. And here when they can't fill up uh, any sporting event here, they say, well, it was a short week because, you know, they played on Monday night, so it was only five days. Right. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but don't expect us to keep subsidizing stadiums and arenas for billionaires so that we can build these uh, buildings that can sit there empty. We already got the Miami Arena sitting there empty, and now now we got the American Airlines Arena, and they still can't sell tickets in that goddamn thing. And guess what? It's four blocks away. People still don't want to go there, especially at those inflated prices. They're trying to give the tickets. They were advertising in yesterday's Sun Sentinel tickets in the upper, uh, God only knows, in the nosebleed, eight dollars a game for the Heat. And they still can't sell them. So there's another good reason to go out and let's build a stadium for John Henry. There you go, you crazy bastards! Shame on you. They ought to get. Uh, I'm going to replace Al Sunshine. If I can just get a little bit fatter, I'm going to work on my ham hock, you know? Shame on you. Here's a mobile in Palm Beach. Hello.
9: Hi.
2: Yes, sir.
12: Yeah, uh, I just wanted to mention, uh, I, unfortunately, I don't remember the guy's name exactly, but in the Palm Beach post, which George said, you don't get a subscription.
2: No, we don't. All
12: right. In the sports section, I believe the guy uh, column columns. in this name, and I think is stowed Ended his column today by saying, uh, "And maybe Jimmy, it's time that you look in the mirror."
9: Uh-huh. Amen.
12: Uh, yeah. So he was uh, expounding on the points that you're bringing out and brought criticism against. It was a
9: great article.
12: Yeah, and, but see, and,
2: that's in Palm Beach. They, they're not quite as uh, terrified and intimidated up there. But here, no, seriously, the sports writers down here. I think Jimmy's got naked pictures of all of them with a the Billy Goat, or all of them in a the big circle jerk, or something like that. Because they're all scared the spitless of him.
9: Oh, uh, those are pictures I don't want to see.
2: Right. Uh,
12: but but uh, well, he works the same beat. They, to cover the same teams, etc. So, uh, And anyway, I, I just also want to say thank you to the tailgaters on leaving the stadium. I ran over a bunch of empty beer bottles and had to replace a tire. Nice. So, uh, there you everyone. go. That's all I want to bring to the
9: table. Okay. Thanks, Neil.
2: There's another guy I had a good time. Thanks to the drunks, drunken rednecks. Oh, yeah, come on. You're taking the fun out of it, man. we got to go tailgating. <laughs> people who go to sports practices and people who go to tailgate parties. Hmm. Those are my favorites. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Our phone is like, uh, you know, a couple lines working here. Here's Cooper City. Hello.
6: Hello, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Neil, what happened to the lottery money that was going to education? I don't know. It's that sucker bet every it week.
2: Didn't. Some of it didn't, right.
6: Yeah, Kelowna was bringing it in from Paris and all the clothes that she had. Jeb's wife, I guess.
2: Right. Columba.
6: And, uh, you know, Jimmy Johnson here, you know, he's out there crying about who the game's passed by. He ought to look at himself in the mirror.
2: That's what the guy just said, yeah.
6: Exactly, exactly. He's out there screaming and ranting and raving. He had uh, Tony Segretto down at his place in the Keys with the wind blowing. And, uh, I
2: bet you there was was a lot of blowing going on.
6: They're all looking for that free trip down to the Keys.
2: Uh huh.
6: Well, maybe uh, JJ will take that shot at OJ on the golf course and clean up two birds with one stone.
2: Okay, thank you. We got a shot. But he said. Okay, we got 600 open lines here, Five six seven pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Miami. Hello.
3: Neil. Yeah. Yes, sir. How are you doing? Okay. Neil, yeah, I have two things to say. Yes, sir. Being that you're talking about other sports, I know you usually talk about the Panthers. You don't talk other sports.
2: Well, I, talk anyway, about, I talk about real sports. Let me ask you like something. Football. Let me ask you a
3: question. Yes, sir. Uh, Marino's been around here, you know, what, 17 years? Yes,
2: that's right.
3: How many years was he on the shoulder?
2: Until, well, all the years until Jimmy got here, 13. I mean, how many Super Bowls did he win? How many? Does the quarterback win the Super Bowl all by himself? Yeah, the
3: quarterback is the key to the team. Uh huh. Okay. How I many? This guy, you know, people are going on and on about this. We guy. hate you, Danny. Yeah. Oh, yes, we
2: Jimmy. do. You really suck a lot.
3: Just Jimmy go away. Right. We can't stand you. Jimmy was right on target.
2: Yeah. He, he was, was on right top on of target. what?
3: Now the second thing. Well, let me ask you up. something. Let me
2: ask you it. something. If that's the case, how come Jimmy didn't bring some hotshot quarterback in here? How come he didn't you know, bring, you want, you How come he take, didn't bring Troy the Boy in here okay. from Dallas when he came here? You
3: want me to tell you why. Please do it. Because these people here in Miami if you say something about Marino, you might as well die.
2: Oh, you're dreaming, man. They're all on the No, no, back. I don't they're think all so, They're all ripping him they're carving, you a big about this they're carving you him a gigantic ass. They're carving him a gigantic ass. You're wrong, You're pal. never going to win. All anything these JJ lickers, J. J. they're carving him a big ass.
4: You're never going to win with this guy. Yeah. Because he's a pass oriented quarterback. Yeah,
2: right. When mm-hmm. it
4: comes to a situation where he a big I know George Blanta, he ran a lot too. I know that George Blanta was
2: a big runner. You know nothing about football, okay, sir? Just like Hank. And how about Troy Aikman? Does he run with a ball? No. Plenty of quarterbacks this this year and all through the years who've been great great winners of championships who weren't mobile and didn't run with the ball. But don't confuse these people because, like I told you, it's like a bunch of children in a sandbox. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Hollywood. Hello.
11: Hey, how you doing? Okay, sir. Uh, I got a couple of things for you. Well, first of all, did you hear the uh, latest American Airlines flap? No. Well. Y- you heard about that uh, that poor little girl, 12-year-old Haitian girl that was being sexually abused, and she was being used as a, a slave. She was brought over from this country. and some, the, Well, the, the, this rich family of Haitians that lived out in Pembroke Pines apparently brought this girl over, and they were using her as a slave. Right,
2: I remember the story.
11: Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently they, these people made a break for Haiti, and apparently they were on an American Airlines plane and yeah. the police Discovered them about to be, you know, about to take off. They mm-hmm. were on the plane when the police found them. Yeah. But American Airlines, they don't have jurisdiction enough to to hold the plane, and they tried telling them, "Look, we got to go get a uh, a judge and an injunction to get these people off the plane and, and arrest them." And American Airlines refused to hold the plane and flew them to Haiti.
2: There you go. All right. Nice going.
11: Yeah. One other thing, Dan Marino. He's the best quarterback to ever have played the game. He is still, even to this day, even in his waning years, is still better than half of the quarterbacks starting on most of the teams today. Mm-hmm. And these jerks that call in and and want to criticize Dan Marino, who who do they expect to sh- fill his shoes?
2: Maybe Jimmy can go out there and do it. Uh, you
11: Maybe know, he can heave it. You know, you can't even, you know, nowadays, uh, Neil, you can't even groom a young quarterback nowadays you either have to have a phenom that comes in yeah and, and starts and you just start and live with his mistakes the first couple of years because if you try to groom somebody behind dan moreno or any quarterback quarterbacks are in such high demand if you if you sign him as a rookie for three or four years which is standard for a rookie and that's that's what you're talking about you know length of time and grooming him by the time he's ready he's a free agent and he he's liable to go get signed by somebody else that that's now either going to come behind you and pluck your quarterback. Well, I, you I, I don't agree with you. They,
2: they should have been grooming another quarterback the last three or four years uh, since Jimmy's been here. But have a great day, sir. I don't agree with that.
11: The life.
4: Oh!
1: the private it through For And dog All right And oh. dog yes. yes Take your clothes off, Jesus. I'm gonna hold you down Like a tuna fish Picking up a big roll of his fat The bell, can you tell where it died? Squirt, sport
5: squirt, squirt, squirt,
1: squirt, 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 i <laughs>
2: 1133 at 560 WQM 5670560. Let's see if line four is working now. Oh, okay. Let's see about line seven. At least there's a bell tone, but we can't... Uh... Oh, it's got a little problem on there. Some of our lines are working, though, so give it a shot, huh? Like we got a shot. Thank you, Bell South. You guys really suck, but at least you're consistent. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello how you doing? I'm doing the best I can, sir. I understand
4: why these idiot Dolphin fans are calling up uh, wanting Marino's head. They're all still tailgating. Yeah. Uh, I was at the game on Monday night, and I've never seen a display of a bunch of drunken buffoons in my life. <laughs> it was fight yeah. after fight. Right. I watched a girl get punched in the face. There
2: you go. Well, what
4: type of obnoxious buffoons go to these slap games? Slap that
2: bitch around. Teach you a lesson. That's I right. I have no all idea.
4: I just want to say all you Dolphin
2: fans that are out there fighting in Section 127, you're a bunch of losers. Okay, thanks. Oh, they lost the game, too, by the way. Remember that? they lost. Uh-huh. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Give it a shot. Let's see if our... Oh, wait a minute. Look at that. Oh, I think they're patching around with it now, though. I don't want to get too optimistic about these phone lines. Here's a mobile in Oakland Park. Hello.
4: Daniel, how's it going? Okay. Hey, I came to see you at uh, Specs on Saturday. This is uh, where you fudge-packing, guys. All right. Um, I was wondering, you know how you signed my CD?
10: Um, what's going to happen when you uh, replace them? Are we going to get them signed again, or we get to keep the piece in the middle?
2: Oh, just take the uh, the piece.
10: Uh, thank you. Uh, where's your next place where you're going to be?
2: Pizza Loft, Tuesday, October 19th, I hope. I pray if the other stuff is ready.
10: Right, can you give me a word? will you fudge packing
2: for Jimmy Johnson? Will you fudge packing? Okay, pal. <laughs> now, see, there's a classic example of what I'm always talking about. I mean, on the phone, this guy sounds a little bit nerdy, and, you know, Seems to be a one-note Were you fudge kind of a Charlie, but in person he was a pretty interesting guy. Trust me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. He was no Jacob, but hey, there's only one Jacob, baby. There's only one Jacob. Oh Jesus! How about if there was like a Jacob on every street corner? I don't think I'd have time to be here. You want to see an old man run fast? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. On the AT- Oh, and by the way, speaking of that, I forgot to bring up that thing on here about the uh, breast, the implant guy that they're looking for. Another one of your people, by the way, another faker. Thank God we don't have too many fakers down here <laughs> in medicine and <in> the dentistry, <laughs> uh, you name it. Every field, we got more fakers than you can shake your wand at. The guy that was doing the phony implants, and they had that beautiful, beautiful, blonde Juliet. And just to think, I, and I was thinking to myself when I watched that, I thought, God, here's a new enterprise for George. Just a breast uh, implant
13: thing. So just the examinations.
2: Are, well, first got to do the exams. That's right. Check for lumps and bumps in the breast, too.
13: I'll just be the referral service.
2: And maybe even pick seeds out of there in your spare time. But nevertheless, wow, she was a knockout. And to think that he disfigured her, that's really, I'm I'm telling you, they ought to, like, uh, put him up there. Instead of the Los Van Van concert, just stick his ass up there and let him lynch his ass. Yeah, you know, that's another thing I could bring that up again, but nobody cares about that because, uh, you know, there's a great column by Max J. Castro, by the way, who's written two good columns in a row. How do you like that in the Herald? Promote democracy by practicing tolerance. Work toward changing the national image of Miami as a right-wing bunker, and he mentions among other things the uh, virulent attacks by some hardline Cuban Americans against the October 9 concert by the Cuban music group Los Van Van at the arena, which I've been screaming about, but nobody cares. Because freedom doesn't exist here in South Florida. It's just a banana republic. 567. I thought line four was like uh oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. You get a little carried away. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello.
8: Hello, Neil. How are you? Okay, sir. Neil, uh, I live in your old neighborhood, Pembroke Lakes. And uh, I, uh, for, for years, I've lived in Broward County for
2: almost 30 years. I'm always amazed how out of touch the school board is. And I was reminded when you were talking to Steve Geller before – uh, a couple years ago, one of the local newspapers, I don't remember which one, did a profile on
8: every Broward County school board member, and they included where their kids went to school. Yeah. Much to my surprise, hardly any of the Broward County school board members had put their kids through the Broward County school system. They were all going to private schools. I think uh, out of whatever it was, 10, I think two of them had them in the school system. Uh, I got to know uh, Diana Watsman, our local uh, representative, who's been on the school board in Broward County for 20 years. She's she, All her kids went to went through private schools.
11: How do you like that?
8: And, and and it's just it's just amazing how out of touch they are. And so it doesn't surprise me why these stupid management things happen.
2: You know, when they opened Flanagan High School, they planned on 3,400 kids. They had no idea of the building that went on in Pembroke Pines. Flanagan opened almost 5,000 kids because they didn't plan it. That's
8: why the city of Pembroke Pines has gotten so upset. They don't even they're building their own schools now. They build three charter schools
9: now. Yeah.
8: It's just it's just totally totally out of touch. Uh You know, the 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 county and the uh, school board don't even don't don't even communicate on these issues. Great. Uh, so
7: I don't know. I, I just was reminded of that before. Thanks.
2: OK, thanks for the bad news. So the bad news is, I mean, why even stick your nose in it, Mr. Hotshot, because it's a lost cause anyway and most of these people don't care. And if they do care, there's not much they can do anyway. So just, uh, you know, screw the kids. That's it. That's the Florida mentality. You know something? I was promised, by the way, that there wouldn't be any drilling today. There wouldn't be a lot of noise. And we got some people who are doing some other kind of crap out here in the hallway. But it's always during the Neil Rogers show. We got people pounding and banging and they're laying cable. I think they're laying each other out there in the hallway. And they're banging on the ceiling. This is a crazy place. The freaking phones don't work. They're banging on the ceiling. But have a nice day. God. This is a crazy place for crazy, crazy people. And you walk out of here, at least I do at 2 o'clock every day, going yeah. like that. That's right. Just like, yeah. like that. Like, like that. Enough of the pounding. Enough of the noise. I already got a migraine from this goddamn Center One business with OCDs and from OJ and from our non-existent promotions department. I already got a migraine. I don't need no more pounding. It's not the kind of pounding I had in mind. Jacob. God. Oh, it feels so much better now, you know? That it stopped momentarily.
9: Caca. Poop. Pissin'. What else? What am I
0: missing? Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Rambo 4 and Uh, 5. How are you? John Rambo's still alive. I want to make movies four and five. My life ain't going great, planet Hollywood's broke. Unfortunately, I speak like I had a stroke. First blood came in 82. That's when I hurt my penis and it never, ever grew. Rambo 2 was in 85 late. Uh, Rambo 3 was in 88. Shootin' and learnin' and shooting. my God, I did not make this movie with my son. Uh, his name is Sage. He was in Rocky Five in daylight, the Tunnel movie. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like that. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. It was stupid. I guess I understand. My whole life is about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Blaizot. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I need to make Rambo foreign fries! <laughs> <laughs> It out. So call me up, I really need a script, I can do dialogue or keep it zipped. I like comedy, action, adventure, and drama. The, the only thing I will not do is have sex with a llama. So give me a break, for goodness sake. I used to be on Oprah, now I can't get on Ricky Lake. Right now I got a one-man show in Poughkeepsie. Basically I'm an unemployed gypsy. A little bit of cash is what I need. I gotta get a loan from Apollo Creed. I gotta have another hit movie or a Broadway show like Benaheim. I guess nobody ever saw Copland. <laughs> it was stupid, so I understand. My whole life's about to cave in. All I got left is Jennifer Flavin. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I need to make Rambo 4 5. <laughs> Are you?
9: Absolutely.
2: 14 till noon at 5.60 WQAM. Hank will be out of Chula's today from uh, 2 to 6, which they could have been laying the cable, by the way, from 2 to 6 while Hank is out of the building and there's no show going on in here. But, no, let's do it during Neil's show and make a lot of noise again. Okay, thank you. Here's a facts from Marty uh, who says, I grew up in South Florida where I listened to you for as long as I can remember. For the last five years, I've been living in Chicago and New York, a fact that clearly indicates my state of mind. Thank God for Broadcast.com, says Marty. Howard Stern and the Steve doll. Just don't stand up to you, says Marty. How do you like that? By the way, it runs in the family. My sister is the lady who won the hockey tickets last Friday, and guess what? She cheated in school, too. That was the young lady that was uh, had the hockey news open, and no matter what name I would have given, she had the number. Nice going, sweetheart. Thank you, Marty, and happy circus to you, too. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. These knowledgeable fans that we got, it's Danny and Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny. Let's point the finger because they lost the game, and these people are crumbling. They're falling apart. The whole organization is going psychotic. <laughs> Education in this state is a joke. Haven't got a goddamn uh, uh, cheese sandwich to feed to half of the kids in school here, but we're not worried about that. We're It's Danny, it's Jimmy, it's Jimmy, it's Danny. We got a bunch of crazy people in this state. Just take a look at this place. How's Line 4 doing? <laughs> What was that? Hello. Did you hear somebody on
13: there? It was a ghost.
2: Not seriously. The ghost yeah, of uh, one that. of our dead callers was on there. Maybe that was Bill from uh, Tampa, from Clearwater, from Lutz, Newport Richie. From Bill from Newport. Very good. <laughs> oh, woo! Bill from Newport Richie. I'll tell you one thing, Bill. But I'll tell you what, good brother. I would rather listen to you fart and hear pretty girls sing. Don't ever do it. No, uh-huh. no. Thank you. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's the mobile in Palm Beach. Hello.
3: Hello. Yes, sir. I have a comment. Right. Go right ahead. I mean, does Jimmy ever take? Blame for anything? No. This guy had two weeks to get ready for a team he was supposed to beat.
9: Right. And
4: all he can do is whine and, and put Pasadena on Marino. Hello, where's this new
8: Jimmy Johnson offense? I mean, Dan Quirk cannot coach this guy. Give me a damn break. Right. You know
4: what I'm saying? I mean, come on. I know us what
8: you to think about. Come on with the damn wishbone
14: if you want to run so bad.
4: But you sit there and you have two weeks. You've been out coached by Parcells.
2: You are coached by – the game has passed him by. He's a quit. That's my comment. Now you're talking, pal. Thank you. There you go. There's a great American for you. Aye. He's pissed off and fired up, too, by the way. And he's not afeared. Jimmy, don't got no naked pictures of him, we don't think. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, uh... Oh, gee. Oh! Now we got, now we got the... Uh, oh, they've set off the goddamn fire alarm. Oh! This, you know something? This is the greatest. Take a look out the window in the hallway and see if the place is burning down, because otherwise I'll get up and. Look at this. We got the goddamn fire alarm set off. How do you like this? All right. It's a crazy place. It's WQAM.
4: <laughs> this is the
2: best. This is the most. <laughs>
1: Mm, mm, mm,
2: nurse Ratchet doesn't this mean we have to leave the building? Yeah, sounds good to me some it uh, must have been the cable people who weren't they weren't satisfied with making all the noise. now they decided somehow to set off the fire alarm, and there's the program director in the hallway, and he's squirting a few out there what do you, what do you got to, uh, oh, oh yeah, what do you got to say about this, Buster? oh, here he goes again. He squirt. Well, maybe he'll squirt enough to put the fire out. That sounds good. 5670560. Come on, let's hear it. Let's get some phones on this damn thing here now. Let's get some calls, and maybe we'll talk loud enough. I can actually hear the callers. Five six seven oh. WQAM.
11: Hey.
2: Yes, sir. How are you? Okay.
11: Yo, I just got a quick question.
2: Go ahead.
12: Now that Phil Henry is on, don't you think your career is almost over? No,
2: I sure don't. Scratch. We're doing this fine, okay? Scratch this, because you're listening. As long as you're still listening, asshole, we'll be doing okay, jackass. Yeah, that should be. Like I said before, and today is living proof, he should be my biggest problem. And thanks for being a loyal listener, sir, because we know rain or shine, you'll always be there. Fires, windstorms, hurricanes, you'll always be there, jackass. WQAM. Hello? Yes, sir.
8: George. Yes.
2: Hey.
8: Sparky. hey, I'm listening to you guys, and th- that's not going on at Power,
2: though. It's what? Not,
8: the same thing's not happening at Power. It's only with you
2: guys. It's only on this side of the middle. Of course, you guys don't uh, get this excitement. Only on. Oh, okay. Okay, <laughs> thanks for the good news. All right, buddy. Okay, thanks. Yeah, they're calling us from Power 96 now. A delivery truck backed back
13: into the sprinkler system and set off the alarm.
2: All right, a delivery truck backed into the goddamn sprinkler system and set off the freaking alarm. Ow! All right, let's hear it for whoever the delivery truck... By the way, to quote Jimmy Johnson for the delivery truck driver, we got a shot, and it's for you.
13: Asshole, only the fire department can shut it off.
2: Only the fire department can shut it off? can we, like, pull a fuse? can we yank it? Crank it, squeeze it. So in other words, this is going to go on for an indeterminate period of time. Do
13: you have any idea how loud that is in here?
2: I got news for you. I got one on the wall right here. I got one one right here, too. Yeah, Mr. Weiner. And I don't have no goddamn earplugs like you got. Jesus Christ, it's getting louder and louder. It's a crazy house over here. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir.
15: Yeah. Uh ignorance is not a defense in a court of law. Yeah. And ignorance should
10: not be a defense for a radio talk show host.
15: Okay.
2: okay, thank you. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Hello? That was one of your chronics, yes, sir. Neil? Yes.
10: Hi, long time listener. Love you so All right. I didn't I didn't hear you talk about the lotto, that they're gonna start shooting the lotto Wednesdays and Saturdays, and I think they heard you and uh, they need more money for the schools. What's uh-huh. your take on that?
2: Yeah, go buy some tickets, okay. Let us know if you win. Tell the QAM. W-Q-A-M. Yeah, well I didn't
10: need to speak Neil. Who's this? This is Kevin.
2: Where are you calling from, Kevin? Uh,
10: I'm on a mobile in Boynton Beach right okay, now.
2: Okay, let's go to a mobile in Boynton Beach. Hello.
10: Hey Neil. Yes sir. A loyal listener, even through the fire alarms.
2: Alright.
10: Hey, uh. Talk uh, loud, was, Kevin. Uh, even, uh, talking to, uh, I listening to Tim Smith yesterday, I want to know why every publication, every newspaper, you have no problem reading about new stadiums this new stadium's that, but we never read anything about new schools going up.
2: Right now you're talking, pal. How many
10: schools can we build with the money it takes to build nice one
2: stadium? Amen. God bless you, Kevin. Thanks, Dale. Have a great day. How many schools can we... Okay, got that radio cranked up. Well, Joe Costello just came in here. I think he's going to jail. He's messing with a goddamn fire alarm. I think I think that's uh, 20 years easy for messing around with a fire alarm for dis- uh, dismembering and disabling. Oh, thank God! Oh, no, you're right. Oh, it's screaming in the other room. Close that door. Woo, heavy duty. Five, six, seven. We won't be answering him for a moment or two. <laughs> I mean, I could throw some music on, but that would that would take away all the enjoyment from our listening audience. As a matter of fact, let's punch that line up there Oh, look at that! Line four works now. I think maybe. Oh no. it don't seem to be ringing all the other ones are so four and seven I don't they're still uh, uh whatever look at that how promising that is, huh you stick with us here at w q a m folks believe me, and you'll hear things that you never believed could possibly happen in the history of the freaking human race. I know it sure works for me <laughs>
7: Alicia. Gee, I love your dress and your hair looks so shiny and manageable. Are you still shampooing with head and shoulders?
1: (laughs) Gosh, Chick, I stopped using head and shoulders a long time ago. I mean, honestly, who grows hair on their shoulders anyway? (laughs) Yeah, right. So what are you using now? Well, it's like head and shoulders, only without all those additives. It's just called head. Let's tell them about it, girls. If you're tired of your old shampoo <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm frustrated and feeling blue Yeah, yeah, just remember what I said Feel better if you get some head. Wow. Where can I get head? Lots of places, Chick. You can stop by my place later and I'll be happy to give you some head. In 15 minutes, I'll have you shampooed, styled, and blown dry. Gee, you don't miss
10: a lick, do you? Head sounds great, but is it expensive?
1: Not at all, Chick. My brother says there are places downtown where you can get head for less than $10.
7: Golly. At that price, everyone should be getting head. That's right, Chick. When you say had, you set a mouthful. Hi, I'm Dr. Raymond Pilatio
1: from Freedom All
7: Industries.
13: Here to tell you why you should get head. First, it lubricates each limp hair follicle, leaving an erect, glistening shaft. Then the scalp's natural oils are sucked out of the root, leaving your hair
7: soft, shiny, and exhausted. Nothing does the job like head. Great! Can I get head from my hairdresser, Bruce? Probably, but you might want to try your girlfriend first. <laughs> Go out
1: and get some head, today. Yeah, yeah, a little squirt goes a long way you look better and you'll feel terrific Yeah, you get head, you're a lucky tip. <laughs>
2: what hair with lots of
7: volume? Nothing gets it up like head. Available at a price you won't find hard to swallow. And it's going down every day.
1: <laughs> Honey, we're out of shampoo. Can you go out and get some head?
7: What did you say?
1: I said... I want you to go out and
7: get head. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. I'm going down.
1: <laughs>
7: and head makes a great holiday gift. Last
12: Christmas, my wife gave me some head. Then I gave her a pearl
11: necklace. I've never seen her so choked up. My girlfriend used to give me head. and then we got married. Now I'm lucky if I get Jurgens lotion and a national geographic.
1: <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. Oh, God. Ah, ah.
0: (laughs) Head
7: shampoo. Come on. Give it a shot. My hair looks great. (laughs) Use a nap. 1203
2: at 560 WQM. So anyway, the uh, fire department, I was just saying to George during the break, suppose this was a real fire alarm, which it's not, we don't think. Oh, no, that's just Josh Friedman. But suppose it were, I don't want to, you know, cast aspersions on the great firefighters. Well, now where are we? Is this like North Miami? Is this like unincorporated? Where are we? Do we have any idea? North Miami. I don't want to cast no aspersions on the North Miami Fire Department, but you know, if this were a real, uh, situation, since they're the only ones that can come over here and turn this goddamn crap off that's blasting through QAM, uh, we'd all be dead. We'd be charcoal. Here's a mobile in Boca. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. This is the
8: fire marshal. Uh, the reason we're not there is that we're out in the corner collecting for the new stadium.
2: There you go. Excellent.
8: That's what we're doing. Listen, what was that caller calling about before about Phil Henry?
10: Is he back on
2: here? No. Uh, he's things. good, Probably. but he's not you. What is it? He's good, but he's not you. Phil Henry's on uh, ten o'clock at night on uh, nine forty. Oh, uh, okay. And nine in the morning. Have a great day, uh, sir. We're not promoting Phil Henry here. We did, we gave him enough promos, okay? Let him buy some billboards. You know, that's an interesting thing about this fan station, this phantom sports station. They go on the air. Anybody seen a billboard and ad for them? No. Anything other than Barry jackass free publicity? No. No. And then they put Phil the on over there and they change the whole lineup. Anybody, and they'll say, oh, well, Neil gave us all that free publicity. Yeah, right. What a good excuse that is for being just as cheap as we are.
13: Pete, you phonies over there. Who are you kidding? So you know the sprinkler? Yeah. It got backed into and burst and sprayed spraying water all over the place. Guess whose car is getting the yours? Great car wash. Great car wash. Guess whose? Not mine. Not yours? How about yours? How can that be? My car is parked like next to the water Nazi. It's on the inside. It's the uh the ceiling uh Sprinklers are going The ceiling sprinkler is spritzing
2: out of my car, yeah. pouring water down into my car as we speak. Or oh, it's just a light, light drizzle. Oh, it's oh, drizzle. Oh, great! Thank you. Thanks for the free car wash. What a great deal! Coming here to work, you can get a free car wash. What's wrong with that? Oh! How's line four doing, by the way? We're sorry, your call cannot be completed. Isn't it? <laughs> Nice going. You got your bell south. You got the fire department. You got this frickin' place. Oh, it's amazing. Only. Only here, baby. This is just, I, every time you think you've seen it all, you know what? Every time you think you've seen it all, then you come in the next day and they come up with stuff. I've told you this before that nobody ever heard of before. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Tell me about the Underwood story. It's no wonder he attempted
2: suicide. He's with the Dolphins. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Brilliant. Only in the Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. Here's Kiba Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
3: How's it going? Um, I work for a security company. Uh, you know, whack my nuts. And uh, basically, I just get paid all day to listen to you, which is a beautiful thing.
2: <laughs> all right.
3: But um, I just wanted to say a couple things. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I just want your viewers or sorry, your listeners to know that they can say no to searches for those goddamn pigs out there uh i got pulled over the other day for some strange reason he said uh can i search your oh for for speeding okay and uh for some strange reason he decided to say uh I search your vehicle and i said uh no thinking of course you know i had nothing in the car right i said yeah go ahead you know make your day Mm -hmm. and uh, he ended up finding the smallest teeniest little roach inside the car and he arrested me oh my god so just say no
2: he found a teeny little one, huh? A
3: teeny little one. How about a roach? <laughs> I couldn't and he, believe and it. He
2: arrested you, and then so now what do you got to do?
3: So now I got to go to court, I got to pay this, I got to do that. It's the most ridiculous thing. And now my lawyer says you could have just said no.
2: The roach police. Yeah, man.
3: It's unbelievable, Neil. It's unbelievable. Okay,
2: pal, just say no. No, just say
3: no, guys. Thanks. Thank
2: you. How do you like that? He had a little tiny, uh, he must have been hanging out with Clarence Thomas. It was just
13: a pin joint. Yes. So would you like someone to move your car?
2: Well, I, I'd like to get an honest uh, analyzation. I mean, uh, Igor there said it was just dripping a little bit. I mean, what, what difference is that going to make? It's not going to leak, is it? In addition to which, when the hell are these firefighters going to get here already, huh? Jesus, God, and Joseph, we got a better chance of Batman and Robin showing up with their goddamn crime-fighting booties on than the freaking firefighters here in North Miami. This thing's been going on for a half a frickin' hour here already with their firefighting booties. Maybe that's what they're doing, sliding up and down that grease pole over there. That's what the firefighters and paramedics do a lot, you know. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, I bet you do. Thank God for Joe Costa. I don't want to say it was Joe that turned the uh, volume down on these things, because otherwise otherwise uh, we'd be we'd be a little bit like that. And we were all ready to go to a little bit like that to begin with.
1: Neil God out! Oh! W-Q-A-L.
13: Where the bag is
2: Right, 12-14 at 560 WQM, as you can hear, the uh, fire alarm is continuing beeping and puking and carrying on. And the water continues pouring out onto my car down there, which Tommy, thank God, is going to move right now. I think Jimmy Johnson did it. I do. I think it's a J.J. conspiracy. You know something, Jimmy? You're still an asshole, okay? We're not going to get off your case. Just because this is the one show on this radio station where somebody's got the balls and ain't scared of you and your goddamn naked pictures, you know what, Jimmy? He's an asshole. That's right, F and A, baby. We're gonna tell it like it is. Scapegoat finder. Let me tell you one more time: the buck stops here. Grow up and be a man. Stop being a crybaby like somebody we got in this building. Grow up and be a real man, you putz, you pudwacker, you silly silver-haired geek. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT&T wireless line. We hope you're having a great Wednesday. We sure are here at QAM, let me tell you that. <laughs> just when you think things couldn't get any more embarrassing, any more unbelievable, any more degrading, <laughs> any more unprofessional, any more psychotic. Where's the big keys, by the way, in the middle of all of this? Where's the big shot? Where's Mr. Hotshot? I bet you ain't peeing on his car. Well, for just a second there, I thought that thing was stopping, didn't you? Huh? How's line four coming? Hello. Hello. Louis restaurant in the Bronx. go. Oh, thank you. Sorry, Opera. Bitch. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir.
3: Neil, I had a bet with my friend. Yeah. There's W Q A M that stand for
2: <laughs> Okay, yeah, okay. Let's go to a sunrise. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
3: You know, fire alarms are uh, like a life safety issue. If they're going off, you should leave the building. How is management like that? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And as far as just saying no to cops, my favorite thing to say to a police officer is, "Is this consensual contact?" You can, you could.
2: Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the. It sounds like a voice of experience. Pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Here's Durrell. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Hot show sure today, bud. Oh yeah. You can tell. Listen, I watched the story maybe on the. Maybe news that's the why night. the
2: fire alarm went off. Exactly. Too hot for this place to handle.
16: Exactly. Uh, I so watched the story of the
15: other night on the hockey team up in Ottawa that has like the number two
6: second voted second best player in the league. Yeah. And he's holding out now. yeah. 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 For, I think he makes 3.6 million a year.
2: And he wants 9 and, million.
6: Or he wants 23 according to the news
2: yet. The no, other night, he wants 9 for million a year or something. Mm-hmm.
6: Yeah. And the class action suit they
16: have
15: going against them. Right. Which I thought was fantastic.
2: Uh It
7: started
15: to gain a lot of momentum.
2: I don't know how
7: you
15: feel about that, but you know, guy had a contract and they sold the tickets and people bought them because
7: of I'm all for
2: saying no to these guys, man. Just like, just like Mike Greer over there in Edmonton, this uh, Schwarzer guy who's a good young player, but not a superstar. And they offered him a million dollars a year. And uh, he said no. And uh, Glenn Sather said, okay, well, I hope you enjoy your retirement. And guess what? Yesterday he said, well, yeah, you know what? I'll take the million.
9: Yeah, that's, and the same that's
2: with Demetrius in Toronto, who held out, and finally they made a deal with him. and They said, "But you know something? Don't report right away. Take your time and get in here." And he's all panicky. How come they don't want me right away? This is—it's about time this started. Long overdue. Well,
11: I think it's even worse with the guy. You now those guys weren't fine. Here's a guy. He has a contract. He agreed to play that's, for that. That's
2: right. Amen. You know? They're suing him for so twenty-three. They're suing
13: his as ass for twenty-three million. I hope they send him to Siberia.
6: Exactly. Have a good day.
2: Neil. Okay, Pal,
13: I'm back to you. Bye. So the fire department isn't here yet. Yes, but some listeners. From advanced fire and safety. Yes. Just pulled into the parking lot. And they're going to be usually racing toward the uh the central Francis Central to, uh, Parkway. Shut it off.
2: Oh. Thank God for our listeners. Oh, Jesus. I feel like somebody just took a seven thousand pound weight off my wow.
13: Them. Again, thank you to Advanced thank Fire. Thank you to and safety.
2: Advanced Fire and Safety. God bless you, because if we would have had to wait for the goddamn North Miami to get off that grease polar sliding up and down, this whole building could be like cinnamon cinders. Oh, I feel so much better now. That's been going on for like 40 minutes. And you have no, and believe me, thanks to Joe for turning that goddamn sound on, the first uh, 20 minutes of it, it was like the end of the world in here. Just, 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 like, like the, in fact, last year when the Kings played here early in the season, uh, that was the night that the, uh, they had the volume cranked up on a goddamn PA at the Macarena so loud that your brain, you could hear the brains rattling in those of us who had one. Five six seven oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Boca. Hello. Neil? Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay, a lot better now.
13: Um, I'm a 20-year season ticket holder with the Dolphins. Yes, sir. And I represent a minority of I'm a not I'm not a redneck and I don't drink before the games. During the games. Right. There you like go. That.
2: I mean, there's nothing wrong with a couple of beers, but a couple for these guys—that's not even a uh, you know—that's not even the start.
13: You don't need to drink yourself into oblivion, obviously. Right. Um, you know, all this talk about this stuff. I mean, we lost the football game. I mean, I love the team. I yeah. I believe orange and aqua, but we lost by five points. Yeah. You know, and they're they're
2: coming unglued now. I you know, the know, thought it, that it, the world it, just came to an end.
13: Assassinated in. for Christ's sake. You know. Um, just looking at that, and, and some of these callers talking about the great quarterbacks are only great if they win a Super Bowl, like uh, Plunkett and Hostetler and Doug Williams. Right. Please, what's going on with this?
2: Crazy people. And um and ungrateful people, too. This exactly. town, This town didn't deserve Dan
13: Marino. You know, unfortunately, you're right, you know? And one other thing, as far as Jimmy, he needs to have a scapegoat for everything. And back when he had Stevens, when he let him go, I don't know if you remember what, what Stevens said, he said, you can't make chicken salad with chicken shot.
9: Right, and and that
13: summed it up. And what have we done? Shot.
2: But we don't forget we we got a shot. Don't forget that. We need to use. Maybe maybe what he's talking about is chicken shot. Maybe that's what he meant. (laughs) Thanks a lot, pal. I'll see you. Have a great day. There's an honest doll fan right there. Somebody that uh, isn't all psychotic and living in a goddamn uh, crazy world. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line as we try to put the pieces together of this mess of this nightmare today.
13: What?
9: Oh, aren't your ears ringing? Do you say something?
2: Here's Cooper City. Hello. Cooper City. Neil. Yes, sir.
15: Chubby checking in. Uh, that's how long I've been listening to you, Neil.
2: Oh, God. Chubby's. Uh, I think she sleeps with the fishes.
3: <laughs> she probably deserves it. Her and Wichner. <laughs> um, listen, this let's is get Chubby up. checking in.
2: <laughs>
15: Let's get off Jimmy. He needs some head for that hair of his. Yeah. And,
7: uh, Who the hell would want to give him head?
15: <laughs> well, that's a whole nother story. Listen, help me out here. Um, I just recently got grilled in a divorce here, and my son, a seven-year-old, has been dying to go to a Panther game.
9: Yeah. Oh. I
15: tried to snore one day, and that was uh that was a losing battle there. When you had tickets one day, so I gotta skip a few meals and take him to a game. But what uh, what kind of deals do they have going over there these days?
11: What kind of deals have they got? Well,
15: I mean, how much is the parking? You know, this is going to, like I said, I'm going to have to skip like three meals to take right. to this game. So what's my most economical way of getting myself and him in there?
2: I had the Panther Pack, but I don't, I don't know if I'm, I'm sure that there must be a Panther Pack available for night. Call up a Ticketmaster. Yeah. Or Ticket, uh, whatever the hell it is. Tickets ticket ripoff, them. ticket rapist, and uh, I'm sure they got Panther Packs still because, you know, there were 6,000 unsold tickets for the game tonight.
15: Yeah, that's the one I'm hoping to get. And
5: those obviously. are the
2: real cheap, uh, I don't know, they used to be like 12 bucks, in the other joint. I don't know what they go for here, but they're real cheap.
15: Okay, but those you can't get right at the stadium? Or?
2: I don't believe so. Okay. All yeah. right, Neil, I love your show. And bring binoculars, too. You'll have a great time. A little oxygen, some binoculars, it'll be great. I'll okay. see you there. Take care. Thanks. A lot of tickets for tonight's game. I'm trying my best. Let's get some people out there to see a real sport to at least show appreciation for Pavel Bury and Ray Whitney and the real guys we got on this team in a real goddamn sport. We're not a bunch of crybabies like those Dolphins fans who lose one stinking game wah, wah, and start point. I mean, you can you can see the whole thing. Sheer, total panic. Panic. Hysteria. Fingerprint Like, I, how many times have I said that? Danny and Jimmy and Jimmy and Danny. And now it's just blown, I mean, sky high. The whole thing. And that's all they can talk about. That's all these people know from. Well, pack your sandwich, Jimmy, okay? You can go off, you can go off to San Quentin and visit all the, all your, uh, extra players out there. San Quentin, Rayford, make the rounds. Go up there and uh, check out and see how Demetrius is doing, if his neck is healed up yet. Thank you, Tommy. What is it? Nice car. Yeah, thank you. I wonder what he took out of it. Here's Miami. Hello.
15: Uncle Mel. Yes, sir. How you doing?
2: Pretty good.
15: Listen, first of all, I just wanted to tell you I've been listening to you since I was 15 years old, and I love your show.
2: All right.
15: And I'm 22 now, and that's pathetic. And I, too, get paid to drive around all day and listen to
2: you. So. Excellent. A lot of people do that, and I commend them for it.
15: Anyway, I was at the game. Um, you know, I was sitting up
10: in the fun zone, and I, too, enjoyed all the fights. But there's a the point in the third quarter where the Dolphins just weren't doing anything. Else. It was a four and out, and the fans started, like,
15: Maybe about twenty percent started booing Marino and the offense. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong about this whole fair weather and drunkenness thing. I understand.
9: Yeah.
15: Exactly.
10: But it was just pathetic, and I was getting pissed off. And I come totally with that other guy who
4: called about two, three callers ago. They lost by five points mm-hmm. and were having hernias.
8: You know, and no one gives a credit to the
4: players. They, they
2: lost the game. They lost the game. It's a sixteen-game season. They're two and one. They're lucky to be two and one. But they're two and one. And uh, what's the problem here? They didn't play well. It was disappointing. Marino had an off night. They got no running game. Why aren't they screaming about the fact that all this highly touted Cecil List and Cecil Ladd and J.J. Johnson is? Nothing. It was an embarrassment.
16: It's it, it's completely. I mean, I
4: hear everybody witching about. You know,
2: let me let me tell you one thing. Cecil Collins had one great game in the preseason. Okay, let, you know it as well as I do. Exhibition games mean very very little. They mean he something to guys that. who are trying to get a you know uh, secure a place on the team. But other than that, in terms of really meaning anything, you show me what a guy can do in any sport in a real game, then I'll tell you an opinion. And have a great day. I think he just uh, passed out, just crushed from the pressure. Hey Cecil, by the way. How's Demetrius doing? And of course, I'm not even gonna go into it. Five six seven O five sixty, Pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes, sir.
10: Hey, I'm really glad you're raising hell about this school situation. because that's long been a pet peeve. Yeah, getting mind. a
2: tremendous response, by the way. It, Not it, but, nobody you know, cares. Nobody gives a crap. See, was, thank God for Representative Steve Geller. Senator Steve Geller called in here before. Thank God for him, because other than that, nobody cares. If I was, a, if I
10: was a taxpayer, that ha- I mean, I'm a taxpayer. I don't have kids in school. If I had kids in school, I'd be raising hell. Uh, Nick Navarro built that multi-billion dollar safety complex yeah. over there on Broward Boulevard. They got enough money for that. They got enough money to send these cops into the strip clubs and the swing clubs. Right, that's right. And, and the court cases are going to cost this county probably millions of dollars to chase a bunch of swingers around. and But they never have money for the kids. And this is the only state that I've seen that has kids going to school in trailers and taking gym class on painted tarmac.
2: Right, I mean, and, and no showers, no and no showers. textbooks, and no toilets. We had one kid yesterday who said they can't even go to the damn turlet because there aren't enough toilets to go around. I mean, this, this is disgusting. It's well, unbelievable. And the, the nature of the people who live in this state, I'd say about half of them, their mugwump would be a compliment, okay? Mugwump would be an understatement to describe their mentality.
10: But here's, the, here's the situation that I don't believe. Is, is Even when you go up to Palm Beach County, they got that, that brand-new, beautiful, multi-billion-dollar... Uh, a uh, government complex. Why is it they always got money to build these? Go- the government is the ones that should be in the fricking trailers. Mm-hmm. I said freaking, by the way.
1: That's okay. I they they
10: should be in uh, in Preaching. the trailers, and the kids should be going in the in the beautiful school.
2: Right, that's right.
10: But why Why do they just, you know, I'm sure they all want to go to work in a beautiful place, but, hey, you know, where's the priorities?
2: Amen. Dude? Have a great day, pal.
10: Thank you, million.
15: Good
2: luck to us. So there's one guy that cares. There aren't too many of you out there, including the mothers. There's a lot of mothers in this place. So are all the lines working now or what? How's line 7 do? Oh, I think they're all working now. 5670560, pound 560. Thank you, Bell South. Once in a while, you guys actually come through. Once in a while. Floridians, dumb as dirt.
1: There is a child living down
7: in Mexico who has to go to work every day. Boy, sits at his
1: desk Making clothes for Casty Lee yeah. loves the work, but doesn't love the pay.
13: They are the kids
1: who make the clothing. They are the, they are the, they are the ones who make, the ones make a, book buck a day, day, so quit complaining. It's just for the making. making, the kind you love to buy.
2: All right. There is another example of what's wrong with the women of America. I mean, is there any man? I mean, even Frank Gifford can't stand her. Is there one man in America that has any respect and can't see through that bitch? No. No. The women. Kathy Lee, Oprah, Jenny Jones. Oh, and of course, Oprah for president, baby. That's a f-ing bitch. There you go. That's what the Reform Party says. And just when you think that maybe we've got an alternative and that this party is going to turn into something serious, we should have known all along it could never be serious. Anything that that little big-eared, beady-eyed twerp Ross Perot started, it could never be serious. Donald Trump and Warren Beatty and Oprah Winfrey and Donald Duck and Mickey Mouse and, uh oh, my God. You run uh, Gary Bauer, we'll run Papa Bauer. How do you like that? Five six seven oh five sixty, and what the hell are we going to do to get Billy out of jail on guiding light? God damn it, boy. I'm afraid what's going to happen to him on the inside there. Here's Boca. Hello.
8: Hey, Neil. What's going on? How you doing, sir? You deserve better than what that circus is doing down there to do you.
2: Yeah, that's for damn sure.
8: <laughs> I always want to know. Even Ted Bundy
2: didn't deserve this.
8: <laughs> did you catch that comment that uh, the Buffalo Bills coach made about Jimmy Johnson stuffing on the, the flutie flakes in the playoffs last year? No. He said, uh, "I was happy about the win Monday night, but I didn't go stomp on a, a can of hairspray."
2: <laughs> I love it. Beauty. <laughs> it
8: was it was classic.
2: Okay, pal. Just remember, Jimmy sucks. All uh, right. Okay. Okay. Jimmy, he's an asshole. Right. And they'll stick up for him on his station, and they'll defend him, and they'll give you a big song to dance. And oh, he's just trying to play head games. Yeah, right. Head games. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Weston. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
10: I just wanted to call and tell you that the mover's just left. All i got to do is take a shower and wash the stink off this smelly little town, and I'm out of here.
2: Where are you going?
11: Wisconsin.
2: Oh. Nice timing, by the way.
11: Yeah. Weather's getting good here and getting take bad your, up there. Take
2: your parka, baby.
11: Yeah, I got one. Well, I have a lovely list to you, and I'll be
2: list to you on the Internet up there. All right. Good luck, pal. Thanks, pal. Okay. Bye. There's a guy. He's bailing out. Can anybody blame him? No. No. I didn't think you'd say yes. Five six seven. We got two three hundred open lines here this hour. All of a sudden, now that we got the phones fixed, five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in uh, Tavernier. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, maybe somebody can tell me why is it always today that uh, the bureaucracies. And like the management of your stations, these people seem to be the primaries and the talent and the kids and all that are the secondaries. That's right, we get the shaft. They that, that's I, right. They got all the uh, big uh, you know, the big stuff I and we get crap.
3: What would that crew do without talent on the radio? That I means is there something for them to do during the day,
2: uh, to make money or what? I, I don't know. Maybe a shoe shine stand. I think that's about their limits. Yeah. Well another thing too, I don't know if somebody can verify it or not. Plus, it's kinda uh, hard to shine shoes while you're scratching your head, but anyway, <laughs> Um, uh, I I can remember reading something a while back where the superintendent of schools of Date County gets a salary somewhere upwards of five hundred thousand a year. Yeah. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't either. And I don't know what he Doesn't that can Doesn't sound realistic to we, me. Can't we see him instead of that Sam Donaldson look alike? You mean the guy with the uh, straw hair, the black straw Yeah, yeah. Henry Fraud. guy. Okay, right. Paul, whatever you say. Did that make any sense what he saying? No. no, but he uh, he means well, he just is uh, talking crap. Five six seven O five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T Wireless Line. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello.
12: Hey Neil, how you doing? Okay, sir. Um, long time listener, about twenty years.
3: Um loyal fan of the Dolphins. Uh, All right. You know, drink a couple beers before the game. We 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 do the tailgate thing and uh Right. And have something to eat, but I mean we don't get out of hand. Mm-hmm. Uh don't act uh, like a bunch
2: he's of drunken rednecks, for Exactly. Thank exactly. God.
3: Well, well, we're on the third row, so we don't get to see a whole lot of that. We see everybody looking behind us to find it, but,
2: mm-hmm.
13: but it's not too bad. I'll be um, honest
2: with you, the five years that I went to the Dolphin Games, most of the action was in the stands.
13: Yes, it is. Very
2: little on the field, a lot in the stands.
13: Very little.
4: Um, went by and saw you Saturday. You looked right. good. Um, I noticed there
12: was a lot of snores there, but uh, we were in and out. Got a little information from you on Vegas, and I uh, was very happy with that. Right um the school situation around here is just horrendous just horrendous i mean i've been a taxpayer since i've been down here Uh i
3: have no children but uh as much money as i put into the school i should have my own yeah but uh and, and i just i'm set up
12: with that noise uh i have you know kids live around me and they're all hanging out in the streets every night and
2: i just don't know where everything's going Okay, pal. Well, have a great time in Vegas. You do the same. Okay. God, he sounded like suicidal, didn't he? <laughs> Vegas will cheer you up a lot, sir. Trust me. You'll lose your ass, but you'll have a hell of a good time. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. I mean, it's not like the world is coming to an end, is it? Uh-huh. Come on. Cheer up a little bit. It's just we're talking about these things out loud, like uh, Bill Dreck, out loud. Not saying you have to get psychotic about it. We got enough stuff here inside to get psychotic about it. We had the cable people knocking on the goddamn ceiling. We had the uh, Bell South people at our phone system all screwed up all morning. And then we had the goddamn fire alarm go off. Oh. All in one morning. All before noon. You show me another radio station in town that can make the claim to that. Huh? Oh. All right. We're doing it. Here's a mobile in Coconut Creek. Hello.
3: Hi. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. Way to you. Actually, this isn't a mobile. This is, this is, immobile. here's
2: a stationary in Coconut Creek. Ah,
3: yeah, stationary. How are you doing this afternoon? Okay. I just got a couple of things. I've been listening to your radio station this morning. Uh, Jimmy, uh, there was, a call, there was a caller, uh, probably four or five calls ago. He hit it right on the head. Jimmy Johnson is as egotistical as they come. He's used to some success, and when he can't get some success, he finds a scapegoat and he uses Dan Marino and the rest, and everybody else on the team.
2: I, I think you, I, you show me a real man, and that man will take the blame. He, he, you know, he'll he say the buck stops here. Not a guy right. looking right off the bat after one loss, narrow loss, and he's looking to start blaming yeah. somebody else.
3: Exactly. I tell you, Special, special Olympics, that's what they're there for. Yeah. That's what they need to. Hey, one other thing. AT&T, what goes around, comes around. Have a good day.
2: Okay. Whatever that means. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T what's side. Anybody know what that means? No. no can't figure it out. Baby, you melt my jockey
0: shorts.
8: In theaters now, from the director of Inspector Gadget, the producer of The Wood, and some makeup chick from Big Daddy, it's Inspector Bigwood. Who's your big daddy? Who's my big daddy? Do
1: you know what your nickname is? Mr. Man. Oh, Boy, you're oh, huge. All right, he's got a big one. You know that. Inspector Bigwood.
8: First 50 people to each movie gets a pre-Inspector Bigwood action doll. Uh. Maybe harmful as well. 12.43 and
2: 560. WQM. We got the Hank Goldberg Show at Shula's at two o'clock. We got uh, Josh Darrow six to seven to kill a dead hour in there, and then uh, seven o'clock we got Kelly with a pregame from the Macarena. The Kings here tonight. The LA Kings and your Florida Panthers you gonna be there tonight. No, come on, get with it. Get off your dead ass. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Margate. Hello, mobile in Margate.
8: Uh, this is a payphone.
2: Here's a payphone in Margate. Hello. Hey,
8: Neil. I'm listening. Can very
2: got you got a bad payphone, by the way.
8: Yeah, I'm li- I can't hardly hear you. I'm listening to you on a, your show.
2: How's this? Better? Yeah. Okay.
8: All right. Now, um, you might want to
4: know something about Marino. Uh, he likes a little club called Hot Chocolate. Yeah. He was coming out
2: about three- Okay, good, great. you glad to hear it. Okay, let's start making personal attacks on Danny Boy now, okay? Let's start making personal attacks on Marino because they lost the game. This is what South Florida's all about, okay? This was their hero. This was the untouchable man. This was the man, the gladiator, so to speak. And now they lost the game, and the coach turns on the quarterback and says, it's all his fault, and he's old, and he's senile, and he's a moron, and he's got a bad arm, and he called a bad game, and has bad judgment, and he's got, uh, what do you call it? Football all Football Alzheimer's. Football Alzheimer's and right away, hey, guess what? He uh, stole a freight train when he was a little kid, and he come out of some club, and he uh, dingled some uh, broad in there. Oh, God, here we go. You folks are as predictable as the goddamn weather at the North Pole. The most ungrateful, the most unbelievable, turn I mean, turning on people like a snake, like, a, like I said before, like a cornered rat. Three weeks ago, His stuff didn't stink. It was as pure as the snow. These people would have eaten it by the by the tablespoonful, not a teaspoon, by the tablespoon. Here you go. Oh, it's from Dan Marino. God, there's lunch. And now they lost the game. And right away, oh, you know, Danny Marino, he's a piece of crap. He done this and he done that. Like I said before, this town, anything good, whether it's Neil Rogers, whether it's Dan Marino, whether it's Pavel Bure, whether it's Ray Whitney, this town doesn't deserve anything good. This town deserves to be exactly what it is, a freaking banana republic and a place for old people waiting to die. That's all this town is, and it's all it ever will be. That's why kids can't get a decent education here or go to a reasonable school or get a goddamn lunch at uh, during uh, the middle of the day. Because this place is a freaking joke. You're fool. You're playing with yourselves. You're not kidding anybody. You don't have to kiss his ass if you think he's too old. Okay, fine, but you got to crucify the guy now because he lost the game. Jesus Christ, after they beat Denver in that first game, you would have thought they just won a freaking Super Bowl, and then he threw for 40 touchdown passes in one game. And now it's attack and attack and attack, and he likes to play. Kind of, I don't give a crap what he does. That's his business. That's between him and his family, Okay. And as far as jocks go, by the way, no matter what the hell he does, as far as jocks generally go, he's uh, with several steps above most of them, especially on this team. Here's a mobile in Cooper City. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir.
16: Yeah, um, I just wanted to get your honest opinion on something. I'm down here 17 years. Um, I think you're a classy person. I like your show a lot. Classy? Yeah, you're you're a good person. And, um the other callers that were calling um, me, being a Bills fan, I went to the Dolphin Stadium and I spent my money, and I was classy enough. I was sitting in a section with some good people.
2: Classy, yeah. And they were saying I
16: that they. I never think were, of the
2: word classy when I think of Buffalo. You know. Well, we're but, talking to a guy from Rochester who worked in Batavia and and in Buffalo, so.
16: I know, but hear me classy out. Classy is not
2: the word. I, but anyway, go ahead.
16: After the a, as the game was going on, these people were really nice and they were uh, congratulating me and I was telling them, "Hey, it's a game. You guys beat us plenty of times." Once before, I went though. Some guys were drinking, drunk, wanted to jump my girlfriend, my and and her daughter, and myself. And it's just that you don't even want to go to the games no more. And it just makes it really unbearable. And it's just a game, like you said, right? And uh, well, but it's double- a
2: place for a bunch of drunks and rednecks. Don't you understand that? That's what football is all about in the deep south. It's, you know, I mean, you go to a you go to any sporting event up north, and it's an entirely different environment than it is here.
16: Well, I've never been to a Marlin game, which I want to try to take the family to, and I heard those were pretty mellow, so I just want to yeah, hear it.
2: Right, okay. Listen, when you got your own private section, it doesn't get more mellow than that.
16: Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, being being a Bills fan, I just, um, you know, I'm glad my team won, but there, the last few years I've been walking out of that stadium with my head down, but I never punched garbage pails uh, through things and called people names. Yeah, but them. you're
2: forgetting about some of the Bills fans that were throwing rocks and stuff at the Dolphin fans up there a couple of years ago. I mean, there's plenty of animals all over the place. You know, I mean... Uh... Buffalo's got got no hold when it comes to class. There's plenty of disgusting creatures up there, too, pal. I'll see you you in Lackawanna. Okay, get out of here. But the point we're making is that when you go to a uh, football game for some strange reason, unlike some other sporting events, there is a. I'm not saying that everybody who goes to Dolphin Games is in that category, only about 70 or 80%. You know, there's a few of us uh, Jews and, uh, you know, ordinary uh, run of the mill crackers that go to these games. A couple of schwarzes. Maybe they get free tickets. But generally speaking, you got a bunch of drunken yahoos looking for a fight, like you're always hearing Joe Rose. That, that's all he talks about with the Jet people is about his brother in laws going to come in and kick this one. Down. And that's that's another reason why the, the Panther fans are all bent out of shape, because the big schwarzer, Peter Warrell, he's out for five weeks. And our so-called fans, that's their idea of a hockey player. It's somebody that's a goon that's going to beat the crap out of somebody else. Which, quite frankly, just a few days into the season, that's the last thing we need a lot more of because we're going to have some people die before too much longer if it don't stop. It's a redneck, it's a a deep south redneck mentality. Are we in the deep south? Uh Oh, What a surprise. Take a look at the map. Take a look at that big thing dangling down there. And the state, too. Here's Miami. Hello.
13: Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I just wanted to say, uh, first of all. Sounds
2: like a a chronic uh, speck to me. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Jupiter. Hello. Uh,
11: I've been a Dolphin hater ever since they tried to get us to pay for the Joe Robbie Stadium with taxpayer dollars. But I wanted to ask a question about uh, Jimmy Johnson. What kind of guy wears his Dallas Cowboy Super Bowl rings when he's coaching the Dolphins?
7: What kind of a
2: guy? Yeah, it, he's I, an asshole. I think that answers your question. What has that got to do with the price of uh, peanuts? This guy's looking at his ring. Maybe he wants a date, I don't know. Five six seven, oh five sixty, pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Homestead. Hello.
5: Yeah, hi Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, you're absolutely right on target there about uh, a couple comments, first of all. One is uh, concerning uh, uh with Jimmy. I found out all about him. I'll just speak for myself back at the Fiesta Bowl prior to the game with their conduct and all that, which he's left a legacy by the way at UM, yeah. that's followed, you know, uh, that since then. And then after the game, again, going back to Jimmy.
2: I'll tell you one thing. Jimmy is the guy who put the coon in her coon. Absolutely. Right.
5: When Testaverde, if you recall that game, watching that game, I was in my in my living room, that was about, what, the 84, I believe, festival. When uh, Testaverde threw that ball into the end zone, got intercepted by Shane Collins, of uh, Pennsylvania, of Penn State. At post-game, he said, that was all testy It was his decision to throw in the end zone. That's when I found out about Jimmy Johnson.
2: Yeah,
9: he's
5: the coach then, as he is now for his offense. He,
2: he he's got uh, no backbone. He's got no balls. He's kinda, he looks for a scapegoat every time something goes wrong. He's looking to blame somebody else. He
5: passes. He speaks out of both sides of his right. mouth.
2: That's this right. Comment
5: I couldn't make. Uh, uh, I, would, I wouldn't dare try to call uh, uh, Hank on that because I know I get disconnected. Right, but. That is the absolute. Well, fact. most but most you, of
2: the people on the station there, for whatever reason, they, you know, they'll criticize all the other teams, but when it comes to the Dolphins, they're all scared crapless of a uh, Jimmy Johnson. I don't know what that's all about.
5: Well, maybe because the uh, the head of hair he's got. You that know, might be it. it. Uh, and uh, my other comment, I was going to make. You're, you're again on the money. You're, you are the spokesman when it comes about this education system. Uh, I've been down here like 20 years, and I tell you, I've seen it deteriorate almost to nothing. And I'm an avid sportsman, but to see that people have to prioritize about and take sports like to take that when our education yeah. when kids are in in modular dorms trailers right uh, and then also like in, I'm here in Portable
2: classrooms whoever heard of such a thing yeah
5: and, and we got a guy from down here uh, 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 uh trying to elicit uh, 20 what twenty six point five million dollars to buy a circle what the hell is that
9: yeah
2: 25 million dollars so they can have a circle jerk, and don't forget the 29 million that they wasted at the airport on a project that they started and it got all screwed up and now they can't get the money back. So there's another 29 million that would have bought a lot of textbooks, a lot of lunches at school time, at lunchtime. I mean, and the and the public just sits back here and all they care about is that the Dolphins win a game on uh, Monday night.
5: Yeah, my regret in that instance is that I'm sorry I didn't I didn't work harder. I get a part time job. to put my kids through private school because they didn't end up uh, all that straight just because, because of what's going on in these schools right now. Yeah. Um, but at any rate, that's uh, that's something you know that's water underneath the bridge. And my closing comment, I had a suggestion on maybe your, one of your drops. there for, uh, since Roy uses yours, why don't you change it to Royd?
2: <laughs> okay. Have a great day. Have you too? Okay, sir. What do you say, Roy? <laughs> uh, is that what he said? Five six seven oh five six the five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T wireless line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Yeah. Yes, sir.
4: Jimmy Johnson is a joke.
1: I'll tell you why. Ed Pope said it recently in his column when he married his long-time girlfriend. During the ceremony, he held a bottle of beer in one hand. But my main reason for falling is to let you know that the NFL. Yes. Yeah, the NFL is overrated, overpaid.
10: Get this. Shortest season of all the major sports, and I'm thrown in January, five
8: months. Once a week, they play sixty minutes a week, mm-hmm. 30 minutes on offense, 30 minutes on defense having yeah. county special teams, Right, 30 minutes a week for millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now,
2: is that overpaid or what? Amen. Amen, Neil, Thank you.: From your mouth to uh, somebody's to Jimmy's rectum. right, okay, thanks. Five six seven oh five sixty. that guy that called me yesterday to give me crying. Oh, boy, a lot of crying been going on around here lately about the uh, jocks and about, oh, they're not getting paid too much and they uh, don't get paid all their money up front or whatever the hell he was talking about. I remember back at IOD a few years ago when somebody got a hold of one of Jose Consuco's pay stubs and made a copy and faxed it to us with like 870000 bucks for two weeks. And I realized not everybody's a superstar and not everybody gets paid like Jose Consuco, a fine, upstanding guy from uh, South Florida. But nevertheless. Your priorities are totally, absolutely unacceptable and upside down. And that was the same guy who gave us the brilliant observation that the Backstreet Boys are making all of this money, as if that has something to do with jocks. And like I said yesterday, we don't build stadiums, we don't build arenas, so that NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys or Barbra Streisand or anybody else can come and perform in them. They come to communities and they perform just like uh, that Crawl Sky Amphitheater, that outside joke up there in Palm Beach County. If that's where they have to go to appear because their record label owns that thing and sends them there, that's where these guys go, out in a goddamn cow pasture somewhere. And they don't come to town and say, oh, all you taxpayers out there, build us a nice new uh, arena somewhere so we can perform for you. And then charge you a lot for the tickets. That's the best part of the deal. Build us an arena and then we'll turn around and if you want to come and see the event, then we're going to charge you. We're going to soak you through the nose. So thank God for Glenn Sather and thank God for someone. And even cheap Harry Sinden there in Boston, thank God for some of these uh, hockey people that are finally saying no. You don't want to take this offer? Go. Go have a good time. We'll send you to Siberia, Dimitri. That thing with Glenn Sather in Edmonton, that was one of the greatest moments in in Canadian and American history. You don't want the million dollars? I hope you enjoy your retirement, kid. All of a sudden, a day or two later, oh, guess what? I'll take the million, thank you. He signs a contract. He's on the ice. He's kissing their goddamn ass this little schwarzer there for his million dollars. Demetrius he could be shoveling uh, cow crap in Siberia, and he's turning down all that money. And finally, he said, oh, yeah, okay, I'll take it. And they said, well, listen, don't hurry up here, okay? Take your time. We'll let you know when to report. Oh, no, I'll drive up there. I live in Jersey. No, no, just take your time. When you get here, that'll be soon enough. Big hot shots. By the way, Corey Cross looks pretty good, baby. Oh! All you Leaf fan out there.
1: Lady with me, you <laughs> <laughs> I am an for the it's one to two hour.
7: <laughs> <laughs> this fall on CBS, meet a small town priest who speaks the word of God and adds a few choice words of his own. It's Father Tourette's Mysteries. Dearly beloved. We are gathered here today to join together
1: this (laughs) damn sucking little sucker mother in holy matrimony.
7: Baba Tourette Mystery, a new kind of family drama from the producers of Chicago Hopeless and NYPD Blue Ball.
1: Oh boy, oh you fucking slut, oh you little whore bag monger, you fucking bastard
7: here. Sunday, this fall. Spend an hour with Father Tourette right after an all-new season of Touchdown There by an Angel, only on CBS.
2: Touchdown There by a priest? Father 0 Yeah. 102 at 560 WQM. So anyway, you notice no comment at all. In fact, it's, been, it's almost even worse than the thing with the Atkins dot, which I guess that's, you know, either they're doing it or they're not doing it and they're losing it or they're not. But at any rate, the uh, Jesse Ventura thing, it just astonishes me. Does it really astonish me? No. Oh, it sounds good. But there's there's no comment. And this, he's an audience of mine. Nobody seems to give a crap. I mean, here finally, this is like a, it's like we finally have reached the crossroads in American history where somebody who's like a, a, the governor of a state, within less than a week, a governor of one state, New Mexico, comes out and says that we ought to legalize drugs. The war on drugs is a farce. And I don't agree with him on cocaine and heroin, by the way, but certainly marijuana. No, Don't tell me that thing's going to start going off again. Did you hear that?
13: I I hear it. My heart's goddamn.
2: Yeah, the goddamn fire alarm just farted again. Oh, that's all we need. Jesus, K, Christ, and Mary, too. So the governor of New Mexico says that, which we talked about yesterday, at least I talked about. And then we had a call from uh, the son of one of our listeners out there who's involved fighting tooth and nail to try to bring this country to its senses. But, of course, he's fighting a multibillion-dollar establishment, the DEA and all of that crap. And then we got the governor of Minnesota who says religion is a sham and a scam and a bunch of bullcrap for weak-kneed people, for weak-minded people who uh, feel strength in numbers and want to be part of some kind of a stupid club. Basically, that's what he said, to which I say, absolutely
7: yes. correct, sir. And I also say, oh! all right.
2: And hear and, and the Herald again, because naturally he's got, don't you understand, the mainstream media now have got to make him look bad. Because he's done the un-American thing. He's attacked organized religion. You cannot do that in America. That's why you got your headline, Reform Leader Slam Ventura. But the guy who's going to be the new leader of the Reform Party starting January 1, the new head of the party, says he's been getting email running 5-1 in his favor, and he thinks it's all a a bunch of crap. A tempest in a peapot or something like that. He said, pee in your a teapot. But the media have gotta make him a just like Tim Russert there on a goddamn meet the press Sunday morning. There's a piece of crap for you that Tim Russert talk about an establishment shill and horror. And his wife still don't know what a goddamn glory hole is. Here's a mobile in North Miami. Hello. How
4: you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. I wanted to comment on on the article today in the Herald regarding Jesse Ventura, how they want to oust him from uh from because what what he said about religion. They'll, you know, whether you believe what he said or not, we let the religious nuts say the horse crap that they always talk about. I think it's crazy, and we don't say, let's oust them. Why can't he have his Yeah, person? right. How come,
2: how come it's un-American when you say something you don't believe in religion or it's a bunch of bull crap, right. but and if you go on there and you proselytize and preach a bunch of nonsense and fairy tales, then it's okay and a bunch of hate at the same time?
4: Yeah, it, 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 it's so American to be able to have so-called our free speech. So what? So he doesn't believe in, in organized religion. Let him have that right to say that. I don't understand why people get so... Pissed off and they have to oust him. That's his opinion. We don't oust, uh, Pat Buchanan every time he says something. Yeah, ridiculous. Just because
2: he said that, uh, you know, they didn't kill enough Jews or whatever it was, he said we don't kick him out of their party.
4: Yeah, I just, I just think it's even so, in yet. it's so damn hypocritical. And I had another comment. You were talking about the, the uh, salaries of sports players. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's true. These guys make a lot of, uh, Incredible amount of money for for stuff that they should not be making this much money because what else would they be doing? And it's a shame because you know who brought this upon themselves—the owners and the fans. Why well, right. can't blame really the fans more the owners. No, the, well, the fans
2: have got nothing to do with it. Well, the fans well, have stopped subsidizing to the... it a long time ago.
4: Well, yeah, the fans keep going to the games, right. but That's but, right. but you know, but the thing is, it's really the owners because it's just like I don't really follow hockey that much, but like you said, the guy from where Edmonton, yeah. He didn't pay the, the, the black guy all that money.
2: Right, and there's a whole, and the other owners, a lot of them are doing the same thing too. They've stopped with the, you know, just, because they realize that if they keep doing this very soon, another couple of years, they'll all be out of business.
4: Exactly, and I'll tell you what, the baseball owners screwed themselves. That game is going to be in 10 years. I, I'm yeah. telling you right now, in 10 years, that game is going to be, History. It's gonna, it's gonna, that's what I'm saying, because yeah. these salaries are incredible. And football. If they get, see, the only thing about football is the salaries aren't guaranteed, which is a, which is a great fa- in favor of the owners, mm-hmm. because if a player doesn't produce, you can cut them, and you don't have to pay them all that money. Mm-hmm. So I, I think football will always be all right as long as the salaries no, aren't guaranteed. But it's not
2: all right, and, all, and it goes back to greed. It goes back to expansion. If they cut out a half a dozen teams in, in at least half a dozen in baseball, but a half a dozen in football, hockey, basketball, and uh, baseball, then maybe it starts seeing some quality. But you got all yeah. these, these minor league guys, these, these marginal guys that are making a million and a half and $2 million a year. They couldn't play A baseball five years ago.
4: And then you guys got like Jay Bell hit 38 homers. Right. So now his salary is going to pump up because this guy can now hit 38 homers. Well, because cause the ball, he,
2: can, so he can hit a golf ball, right.
4: It's, it's just, I'm set up with, I hate baseball now. I don't even watch it.
2: Excellent. Okay, calm down, pal. Have a great day. It's hysterical. Hysterical. Like in The Godfather, she's hysterical, Connie. Well, how's Carlo doing? Won't see him no more. 5670560. Oh, and you know, it's interesting. The lottery. Isn't it interesting where everybody knows the lottery is the worst bet in the world? The biggest sucker bet going. And when the jackpot, see, most of us don't ever buy a lottery ticket. And even when it gets big, I don't buy them anymore. I used to. I got sucked into that. Because it's a, it's a psychological thing. It's a bandwagon thing. Oh, the jackpot ain't 15 million. Now it's 60 million. And it's 80 million, 100 million. And you still haven't got a Chinaman chance in hell at winning it. And that's how we're going to raise our money for education. In the meantime, the education is a piece of crap. We don't want to have casinos here. And yesterday on our front page, I think it was the Herald, is the big story about the Internet gambling and how it's just getting started and they're raking in billions of dollars already. And about the legal aspects are still kind of up in the air, so it's like all offshore and whatever else. God forbid that we had casinos here and we really had this place cranking Round, year-round. Not this seasonal bullcrap that the season keeps getting shorter and shorter, as you people in business know. I'm talking about 12 months out of the year. This place would be hopping. It would be thriving. We'd have so much goddamn money that we wouldn't know what to do with it. Oh, but we don't want to have that because then we'll have crime. We'll have crooked politicians. (laughs) And I'm going to say it again. The two newspapers, the Mining Herald and the Sun Sentinel, if there is such a thing... As an Antichrist and the Chupacabra, you are it. You be it. You're a disgrace. Five six seven pound 560 on the AT&T line.
7: Holy mackinac! This is Joe Bowen, the voice of the Toronto Maple Leafs, and you're listening to the Hockey Authority, Neil God. Tonight on Masterpiece Theater, the Tourette Syndrome Player presents Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. What light through yon window break? It is the east, and Juliet is the, the slot, you pray You pay. The French <laughs> Player presentation and of Romeo oh. and Juliet on tonight. Knox Theater.
2: So, well, how's Leonard Whiting doing, by the way? Oh, he's old and ugly. Damn it. 114 at 560 WQM. You know, there's so many people that we just like to kind of freeze in time. You know what I'm saying? Never age a day. I could make such a long list of people you like to kind of freeze, like just look in the way that they did at a particular time because they get then they get old and grotesque. Like what's his name from My Three Sons? Uh, Robbie? What the hell was his name? Don Grady? God am I sharp? My sharp or what? No. Well, sorry. Saw him, you know, when they had, when Geraldo was doing those shows, before they finally decided Geraldo was too boring and they wanted to watch Jerry Springer. But anyway, they bring back all those goddamn daytime, uh, those sitcom people. Oh, God. Old, ugly. It's like uh, the VH1 stuff. I mean, it's interesting, you know, when you see all these old rock stars and what happened to them, and then you look at, like uh, Jan Berry, like I said a couple of weeks ago. Jesus, you still haven't seen that, have
14: you? Oh, my
2: God. He's like. He looks like a combination of Igor and Quasimodo. Take the worst features from both. And you got what Jan Berry looks like today. Here's a mobile in Wellington, hello. Neil. Too much of that sidewalk surfing. Yes, sir.
15: How you doing, sir? Okay. I got two things. Okay. Uh, first oh. one's real quick. I saw Gene Deckerhoff last night
8: and he's lost forty seven pounds in three months on the action.
2: Really? He's great by the way. One of the all time greats, Gene Deckerhoff.
8: Yeah, he's down here. He was at Broward last night. He's at the Tate Seminole, uh, tonight.
11: There's another
2: broadcaster for you.
8: Oh, yeah. And and the second thing is that talk about
11: egotistical coaches. If you, if the Gators ever lose a game, one of the best things
12: to do is watch Steve Spurrier's show the next day. He blames every player. Quarterback, if he had a guy, had three touchdown passes, but the guy dropped the punt and Spurrier doesn't say nothing about him.
2: Right.
13: He
12: dropped
2: the punt. Yeah. He's uh, he's another good old boy. He's another Yahoo. Yeah, but he's definitely egotistical though. Yeah. All right, thanks uh and have a great day. Okay, bye Yeah, I think that uh that loss to Alabama. Nice going there, Gator. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring him back to earth a little bit. Love watching that spurrier. Just like I watched I love watching Ditka throw the headset to the ground when they blew that ten nothing lead with a couple of minutes to go in and oh my god. New Orleans los uh, beating the uh, Chicago ten nothing and winds up losing fourteen to ten. Nice going there, and right back at his old uh stopping grounds there too. He was stopping on it. See, it's, it's like uh, Woody Hayes and Bear Bryant and some of these other uh, people. Their entire lives are immersed in that one terminal, unimportant, meaningless thing that's so important to them. And they become psychotic over it. They just become delusional. I think Jimmy is like uh, right on the edge or maybe just over the edge. You think he's over the uh-huh. Yeah. Here's a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey,
3: Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. um I've been listening to your show for a long time. In fact, I still got the Flock Buffalo shirt that uh, you and Randy Rhodes signed years and years ago.
2: All right.
3: Listen, I um, I got to comment on this uh, Jimmy Johnson thing. Yes, you know, sir. Uh, that that a few years ago, when uh, a couple years ago, when he uh, forced Shula out and actually set him up to be kicked out. You, uh, there's Correct. A Grand everybody,
2: Can- everybody knows that.
3: Yeah. Grand Canyon of difference between class and these two people. You would never hear Don Shula Stand up on the podium and say, "Yeah, you know, my defense sucked, and it's all Tom Oliverdotti's fault."
2: Right. Now that's Guy, that's an excellent point. You know, he's
3: he's uh he You don't you don't air your dirty laundry in public. If you've got a problem with one of your players, you know it, it's it's you know it's a we thing, it's a team thing. And uh, just one last comment. I mean, uh, you know, when a, when a fish stinks, it stinks from the head down. Right. Thanks.
2: Amen. Thank you, sir. In fact, that was the first. Remember what uh, Jimmy said the first day he started as Dolphin coach. I'm
9: sure I.
2: Oh. oh, first thing he said, five, six. at least he was honest, Five six seven oh five sixty 5'60", on the AT&T line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing, Neil? Okay.
16: Um, You got absolutely 100% right when you say the fans here suck. They do. Okay, we got the worst fans by far in the whole nation. Okay, Neil, I've been a season take a holder for seven years, but I'm realistic. I mean, name me a great running back that Moreno has had
5: to help
2: them, you know, with, with the Not one. You know, I, was, I was shaving this morning. I was thinking to myself, since the days of Larry Zaka and Jim Kick, those yep. wonderful Shula days, since those days, what great I mean, you know, they had, uh, they had Andre Franklin. Was he great? No. They had, uh, Mercury Morris. Was he great? No. Smith? The, the, yeah. They, they had Mark Higgs. Was he great? Of course not. I mean, yeah. they've never had a great running game all the years that he's been there. And every year it's the same story. Oh, we uh, got to develop the running game. We're going to do this. We're, and, and it never happens. Absolutely and it sure didn't happen right. this year. I mean, all we've been hearing about is the hype from preseason about, oh my God, this tremendous depth that he's got this, uh, JJ J. Johnson yeah. guy and he's yeah. got, uh, uh, he's got Cecil the Diesel and, uh, True. and, and, and uh, nothing Neo. happens.
10: Neil, in closing, Neil, may
16: I say this? John Henry, go back to Ethiopia, you crazy bastard.
2: Okay.
9: <laughs>
2: Ethiopia. All right. <laughs> oh. All right. There's one of the great calls in history. Oh! Yes, sir. What the hell is that John Henry thinking about? Does not he get the message? I must be crazy. I must be nuts. And by the way, Bud like another nice job, baby. Mets in Arizona. Here's <laughs> here they're plugging the East you know, the subway series, Yankees and the Mets, which could happen now. And they both went big last night and they got that game on eleven o'clock Eastern time in Arizona. Nice going, bud. instead of having the games yesterday like at one, at four, and at eight, which would make all the sense in the world. Instead of doing that, they have the games at four and seven thirty and eleven o'clock freaking clock at night. Here's Fort Myers. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir.
8: Hey, I uh, was reading an article in Scientific
12: American in uh, September, and I thought you'd find this was interesting. Uh, they did a survey of scientists, um, and they asked them two questions, whether or not they believe in a god you can communicate with and whether or not you believe in a, an afterlife.
9: Mm-hmm.
12: And uh, the general group of scientists, 40% believed in, um, believed in a god or answered mm-hmm. those two questions, yes. And then they also did like... Um, a special group, like the highest, the cream of the crop of scientists in America called the uh, National Academy of Sciences. And uh, it was less than 10% answered yes to the question.
2: How do you like that? So sounds maybe like, there
12: is some truth. In sounds like it.
2: the surveys they take in Western Europe in country after country where like 80%, 90% of the people, when they ask them, do you believe in God, they say, No.
12: <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate
2: that. Thank you, sir. there's still some hope. You've got to get 800 numbers so I can harass you more often. More, very soon. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thank you. How do you like that? Very soon, that's the rumor anyway. We're going to be having an 800 number, so you people over there on the West Coast, over in Fort Myers and in, environs, in and people listening on the Internet all over the world can call us. But it's a real cheap outfit, and so I had to just about basically threaten to walk out of here to get them to do anything. Have they done it yet? No. But supposedly they're working on it any day now, any moment. I, th- I would imagine right around the same time that we get those discs redone for uh, Center One, the CDs. Do we know when that's going to happen? Five, six, seven. normal Norm will tell us. Norma can't. She'll uh, get the information for us. Then we'll be all set. You know, I think you're right. That's a great match. Norma Kent and screw Ann Winnick. Maybe we can get them to elope together. Huh? Maybe Norma will wake up one day and have a great lust in his heart for uh, oh. throw the rice, for some uh, troublemaking bitch. Get them to elope. Oh, what a match made in purgatory. Norma and screw Ann. mm Five five, fi- I pack him a sandwich, pound five sixty on the AT&T line. Here's a mobile in Lighthouse Point. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir.
11: I'm glad to see that there's finally a spot on the dial for uh, for the official Jimmy Johnson bashing. Uh, I'll tell you, you know. You got a it, pal. Years-
2: Ten to two right here in this spot. He makes me want to puke.
11: Well, I'll tell you what. If you remember a few years ago when Don Shula went through that lynching and uh, everybody kept uh, calling up, the, you know, the talk shows, oh, let's, let's get Shula out of here, let's bring in Jimmy, you know. I kept telling them, you know what, you don't know what you're getting into, you don't know what you have in Shula here. And uh the only thing I can say to those people is, Well, you wanted Jimmy, now you got him. Thanks, I right. want to know is, I wanna know is like all all those people like Joe Rose, uh you know, Joe Rose had a had a big personal feud with Shula to begin with, but the right. you know, guys like Joe Rose and Bob Shoes and all these people that uh and you know, Dan Lemontard and everybody that uh you know were taking shots at Shula, where are they now? Why aren't they saying anything about Jimmy?
2: hmm
11: I mean we all he's got Tony's got the, he's stuff, got the
2: naked pictures. Naked pictures. Yeah, well, all those guys. That's why uh, nobody dares pick on Jimmy. He's got naked pictures of all the jocks.
8: Really? With go... I. Uh, yeah, everybody knows Jimmy's from Street, like I said yesterday. <laughs> well, there you go. All okay, right. pal. Have Take a great care. day.
2: That corn sure is special. That's what he said. We got a shot. We got a shot. To, and they're, they're crumbling, man. They're just falling apart. A house divided. A house in chaos. Because they lost a game. Mm-hmm. Like, like what was he expecting? Was he expecting to go undefeated? Uh I mean, is this a madman? Uh
9: Uh-huh.
2: 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hi. Yes, sir.
3: I just wanted to tell you that I I cracked up right when that fire alarm went off, and Mm -hmm. he played all three of those laughing things oh my
2: god i know i just uh, wet my pants i know That's well too, i,
3: I most did but too to that check. was great neil it looked like you lost it but i know better than that
2: no i just uh, keep rolling along man i'm waiting for that paycheck in a couple of days <laughs> have a great day sir and calm down and put it away put it back 5670560 pound, pound 560 on the at&t wireless line he's squeezing it baby oh. i mean so tight that uh, yeah you know we get through i mean we're i, I got news for you listen if training it' got if your endurance is lengthened by training, you follow what I'm saying, the, we're, we're ready to go the marathon here at this radio station because we have uh, endured every obstacle. I shouldn't say that because every day we think, well, you know we, we've Double met them all, pinks. but then yeah. we get new ones like today, like the cable people hocking up on and, and you know something? What a concept. After I screamed and hollered about it, our program director, in between uh, crying, Jags, when I said to them, well, how about coming back someday in the afternoon, like when Hank is out doing a show at Shula's, like today, or all these other places he's doing, and we got all those hours in the afternoon, we don't have to worry about noise. in them. Oh, what a concept. It's called having a brain. It's called planning a little bit. It's called having consideration. We're not asking you to get down on your hands and knees in a building and kiss my ass or Georgia's smelly rectum or anybody else. But all we're asking is have a little consideration. There's a goddamn high-rated, important, freaking, stupid, goddamn radio show going on here between 10 and 2. That's all. And then we get the phone thing in here because Bell South, as usual, doesn't know their ass from their rectum. And then we get the goddamn fire alarm going off. All of this before noon. Well before noon. Not to mention that when it comes to those CDs that we're trying to get repressed, the answer is we're still trying to pin that whole thing down and get that straightened out so we can wipe the egg off our puss that Greg Reed keeps putting on it. And that's the one thing about the people in this joint. No matter how good of a job you try to do, no matter how professional you try to do it, you always can be sure that Greg Reed will put egg on your puss because embarrassment is our middle name. Just like that day that uh, Sam the Sham... Had that ad, it was last year during dolphin season. Remember the dolphin program? Got my name mentioned there, spelled it wrong with a D. <laughs> exactly. But it was in there. Didn't make any sense, but it was in there. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Mobile in Miami. you? Yes, sir.
3: Hey, I'm not a mobile, but it's okay.
2: Here's a stationary in Miami. <laughs>
3: What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, listen, uh, before the break, I was listening to you talking about, uh, um, how gambling would bring crime to Miami and all that stuff. Oh, that's what they're all saying. Um, and I just came back from Vegas. Right. I walked around that city at right. around 4.30, no 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. Never felt safer mm-hmm. in my life. Okay, and I could, I cannot believe that we couldn't get gambling passed in a city like Miami.
9: Isn't this pathetic?
3: Yeah. And and anyway, um, I'm a huge fan of yours, and I listen loyally every day. And I'm going to Amsterdam next year, and I'd want to know if I, would, if I can expect kind of the same thing I expected in Vegas. Because I went to Vegas after listening to you talk really good about it, you know?
2: Not as much gambling, a lot more weed. Oh,
3: uh, well, that's and, important a lot more
2: and a lot more sex.
3: That's the important thing. Even better. Are Are there there be even... Can you walk around the streets? 24
2: just... hours a day, man, no problems at all.
3: All right, man. Keep, keep up the good work,
2: God. Thanks a lot.
3: Take care.
2: Yeah. Hey, there's a guy who's smart. He's going to Vegas. Oh. He's going to Amsterdam. Oh. He's going to real places where living and breathing people are. Hallelujah. Not here. Not this backwater, uh, sump pump that we live in. This septic tank. You can almost smell it. Ooh, God, that was a good one. I'm telling you, the last several days, the way things have been around here, I got to check my undies every day when I walk out to my car. 27, and I noticed the old farts in that condo building are looking out the window, too. 27 after
7: 1 at 560 WQAM.
1: Can't beat that Gator meat.
7: Some of the most popular shows on TV today are Springer Montel, Sally Jesse, and Lisa. Have you ever wondered how they get their guests? They subscribe to White Trash Directory. If you are white trash and you are not in the directory, you could be missing out on an opportunity to expose your dirty laundry on TV and become an instant star. You may be saying to yourself, hey, I'm not white trash, but I'm just as low class as the trans and sluts I see on TV. Not to worry. The white trash directory is divided into two sections, white trash and ethnic lowlife. Each section is subdivided into over 100 disgusting and perverted categories. So call today and get yourself listed for only nineteen ninety five, And we'll be seeing you on TV. I'll right, 132
2: at the football games, 132 at 560 WQM. Here's a fact from Tim who says, in fact, he signs it, thank Neil God I don't have kids, Tim. His girlfriend works at Margate Elementary as a teacher's aide and she's been there for 15 years, only makes about $11,500 a year. She's responsible for getting the kids on and off the buses without getting run over and aiding at least ten teachers during the course of the day. Anyway, last night she was in, and there's a line here. Sorry, Tim, but there's a line didn't come out in the facts, but it said something about they had just purchased a new portable for the school for $20,000. This is Margate Elementary. They put the thing way on the other side of the baseball field so the kids can walk in the rain to get there, and you have to lift up the front door to get in. There are holes in the floor. It stinks. It stinks, and it has a heater inside of an AC unit. Money well spent. And the good news is they can jam 35 kids in it. Sign, thank Neil God, I don't have kids. And this is the kind of education that you people here in the state of Florida, this is the way you want to treat your kids. This is your idea of sending your kids off to school to be treated well, to be learned in a great environment, and then you wonder, gee, how come all this crap's going on? I'm going to tell you something, seriously. Anybody who would consider, including Tim Smith in Fort Lauderdale, anybody who would consider shilling for John Henry or any other guy, I mean, take a look at the American Airlines arena. The mayor, Mr. Mister Penis, he put that one over on you. Real good in Dade County, you suckers. He stuck it to you. He stuck his foot in his neck right up your rectum stuffed it to you. They're going to be losing money hand over limp wrist in that place. They can't, they're not going to come close to filling up that joint. You talk about desperate. I thought it was bad when Pat Riley was breaking down and doing a duff on those TV ads and crying on TV. But now they got to buy a full page ad in the newspaper and they're offering nosebleed tickets for eight and nine bucks a game because they're desperate to fill up those seats in their expensive new arena that you're going to be subsidizing from now until the day that they tear it down? Just like that empty Miami arena that isn't going to bring in any more revenue ever again. And Tim Smith's got the nerve to say to me yesterday, oh, yeah, well, it's guaranteed it's going to bring $300 million in revenue. Let me say it again. These venues, as they're called, generate little or no revenue. For the owners, they do, and whoever else has got their finger in the pie. But for the community, the answer is no. Now, let me tell you this. I'm still trying to find out who's got that uh, property, you know, in the middle of that slum there in Fort Lauderdale. I'm still trying to find out who that is. I think i got a pretty good idea. Not that that there's any conflict of interest, you understand. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello.
4: Yes.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Um, Well, I was going to
4: say is that everybody's – Talking about this Jesse Ventura thing, yeah. Um, I, what, what I'm trying to figure out is why is he knocking religion um, when, in fact, it, it 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 can instill some some tra- traditional values, morals. And, and in, the, in the
2: interview, they were asking him about the religious right. It was taken out of context, first of all, but they were asking him about the religious right, and that was his response. And right. In, in addition and when, to which, when he
4: started knocking the people, you know, like it makes. It, Weak people belong to a religion yeah, that, that's and stuff right. like that. That's correct. You know, uh, that 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 really. I mean, I, I'm not a big religious fanatic, yeah. but I, you know, I grew up in a Catholic religion, well, Italian pr- Catholic. Well, that's the problem.
2: You've been brainwashed.
4: And well, no, I I'm not even now, talking let me, about. Let me, let
2: me let me ask you a question seriously. I mean, you're you're entitled to believe whatever you want. But right, you know, right. the whole thing with the Catholic Church, with a silly old man with a big schmata on his head, you know, and he's right. got all these robes on, he's wearing a right. dress, you know, and all these fag priests pretending to be something that they're not, and right. giving and giving marriage advice, you know. Here, here are a bunch of fags wearing dresses, and they're giving advice, sexual advice to to couples. I mean, does that make any sense to you?
4: But it's not. That's not the entire. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to. To, to promote Catholicism. No, I, I'm just I, understand, saying,
2: I understand that, but I'm just saying that
4: I instilled a lot of moral discipline. Uh, I, I took from my religious background growing up, going to church every Sunday, going to Catholic school, the whole deal, I, you know, I feel I'm a decent person. I'd like to share that. Yeah, so what's, with wrong, other so what's
2: people. wrong with DNH? What's wrong with the philosophy? It says your parents teach their kids you don't do any harm. What's wrong with, why do you need religion to well, teach that? you Well, know,
4: you know, it's not working. My wife's a teacher and the, 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 the uh, parents want the teachers to teach that, which it has to come from the parents in the beginning. Yeah. And, 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 and what I, you know, I'm in law enforcement and today's youth society is really going in the toilet. I mean, it really is really bad. My wife's a teacher. I see it out on the streets, and it's real. kids need some form of guidance. And, you know, I'm just saying – Let me ask you it this. It brings yeah, the yeah, family you know, you know,
2: out there in Littleton, Colorado, and in Arkansas, and all these other, right. you know, these kids killing kids. We've had a whole epidemic of these last couple of years. Right. Each and every one of those cases, these weren't atheists. These were kids that were brought up in very religious uh, families. In fact, the one, a couple of the kids there in Arkansas, in Jonesboro, the first thing that they wanted to talk to was their minister. Right. So they've all been brought up in, re- in re- What does religion have to do? Either, either you're taught right from wrong, or you're not. You don't need religion to do that. I'm not
4: saying you need religion, but religion is something that a family does together. And like a lot of parents now and day, they, they had these kids, and they can't wait till they get 18 to kick them out. Yeah. I, I wasn't allowed to live at home. So I was Let me give you my home. two-word
2: answer, sir. Forced sterilization, okay? That's the greatest answer in the history of mankind. Forced sterilization. Because, you know what, they they're an old cliche, but it's very true. The rich get richer and the poor make babies. And, God, this country and the whole world, that is so goddamn true. You can thank the Pope, by the way, for a lot of that. And now that they're forgi- they're forgiving the debts for all these poverty-stricken countries, they're going to be making babies like crazy. I mean, like, squirt, 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 oh, squirt, my squirt, God, squirt. they're going to be uh, screwing up a storm. See, overpopulation is a very, very dangerous thing. Too many babies, too many unwanted babies, too many crazy people, just 150 million people becomes 270 million people like that almost overnight. And that's why we don't have enough schools, we don't have enough teachers, we don't have enough law enforcement people, we don't have enough, in addition to which the people that we do have in law enforcement, since this guy says that he's in it, they're busy arresting people like the guy I called earlier today for a pin joint somewhere in his car. A roach. A roach. I think we all better head for the Roach Motel. And then they can have a big bus. We'll yeah, call up uh, Sheriff Ken, fascist Ken, and the stormtroopers in the in the BS oh! up there in Broward. Invite him to the Roach Motel. We can have a big major bus. We'll call in Channel 7. We'll have Rick Sanchez. will be squatting over the top of the motel. Going
9: <laughs>
2: like that. Too many people. Too many unwanted babies. Too many people making babies without giving any thought to it. Too many babies with no daddy, with no mommy, with no with no body. I ain't got no body. That will be the American theme song. I ain't got nobody. Yeah, right. Isn't that what the soul is always crying about up there in heaven? I ain't got no body. Yeah. I mean, the soul, it's like, geez, I know I'm here, but I can't see nothing. I can't hear. I got no brain. I, I ain't got no body. Can't have a good time. All those people down in hell, they're burning, but uh, they can't feel it. What the does it make? they got no body. Stop and think about that for a second. Oh, you're going to burn in hell, but you got no brain, you've got no body, you can't feel it. So let's go out and have a good time.
1: Oh!
7: Jacob? Neil Rogers guy. Georgie e. Bush says that his nose is clean and never puts up in it.
1: Because he's running for the White House, so he just can't admit it.
7: Don't drunk and that's not all he even down a few people in
1: college any drug with you. he even dropped a message too why won't George just come out and simply say he did it he preferred the press would shut their mouth but it's none of your
11: goddamn business he
1: did more than what you think but he
11: washed it down the sink does he
1: prefer cocaine to hash
11: that's the question that he does can
1: he make his point much clearer like a razor
4: on a mirror but he
1: wants a two. Believes.
4: That he didn't do anything. Georgie Bush has got his nose
1: clean and never put, put the in it because he's running for the White House. He's a just just cancer nerd. Georgie's green. Georgie's green.
2: Georgie's green. Unbelievable. 145 at 560 WQM. We've got the Ann Kohlberg Show from Shula Steak 2 coming up at 2 o'clock this afternoon. It'll be real interesting to see. We get, I'm sure we'll get the Jimmy and the Danny thing back again with the audience throwing darts back at each other. Oh, he stinks. He's out. Yeah, right. Whatever you say, guys. What have you done for us lately, like a couple of days ago? Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, God. Yes, sir.
5: You're talking about uh, the days that Don was about to get thrown out? I think we should have picked up Bud Grant from the
2: Vikings. Good general, now you're talking. No. Let's bring back Bud Grant and uh, George Blanda, if we like old quarterbacks. Thank you. He was pretty mobile, wasn't he? No. No. Did he scramble? George Blanda was only 80 years old. No. Still uh, did okay. Maybe we could watch Jim Plunkett. Five six seven oh five sixty on five sixty or just Jacob. Just bring Jacob in here, okay, and just uh, shut off the lights and the microphone. Here's Miami. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Pretty good, sir. Uh
11: well I heard you talking about the dolphins and I know you normally don't like to talk about sports, but I figure I'd call in and take advantage. Oh, this
2: is more this is more than just sports, my friend. This is about a community that doesn't know their ass from its elbow.
11: <laughs> Neil, there's nothing like tuning in to talk radio on a day following a
13: dolphin's loss.
2: Right. Oh, these people are psychotic. It's truly so the, the team is hysterical. The community is hysterical. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but didn't they just lose one game Monday night? Right. It's only the first loss of the season. Right. One game. Uh, Neil, I still have
11: the recordings of uh, Shula's last game. Do you remember that when Buffalo ran up and down on the Dolphins for about 300 yards? Yes, sir. Do you remember how fanatical this time was following that loss? Right. Well, I still have those tapes, and, and I tell you, I listen to them every so often. I mean, it was truly a beautiful
2: thing to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, pal. All right, take don't care. Don't squeeze it too tight. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I'm ecstatic that they lost. I mean, what the hell do I care? I'm, I like the Patriots, and they stink too, by the way. They're one of the worst 4-0 teams in the history of the uh, game. They played one of the – I mean, you know, if you got to see, this is another thing that kills me. Most of the people that call this radio station – in fact, most of the people that work on this radio station, they don't have those satellite dish. So how are they making all these brilliant comments about all the other games that they don't see? I don't understand it. Every single Sunday, I see almost, at least parts of almost every game. I saw the Bears come back and win that game in the last few seconds against uh, New Orleans. I saw uh, the, almost the entire New England, that pathetic performance against the American Legion Browns team in Cleveland. You know, I see all of this stuff, and these people are, ba ba ba. They all got a big opinion. They don't, haven't even seen what they're talking about. That's the favorite thing in South Florida. Everybody's got a big mouth. Everybody's got an opinion. They know what they're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Right. Like your good close personal friend there. Right. Who says you must be responsible for all that stuff being piled? I, he didn't say that. I just thought I would throw more coals on the fire, since we need more angst. Here's Lauderdale by the Sea. Hello.
6: Yeah, Neil. Yes, sir. I've been in the gaming business for thirty years. Retired. I sit and listen to you every day.
7: Well, thank God for me, right?
6: And you're in for a debate right here. Okay. Okay, number one, I hope you have a pencil and paper so Mm -hmm. we'll get things.
7: I want a ballpoint
2: pen.
6: Okay, no problem. That's what I got, and paper. Your station I admired for taking off commercials for offshore betting. Which they
2: did. Well, well they did it because the state made us to. You, you don't think we would do that voluntarily, do you? Uh, all
6: right, let me ask you a question.
2: <laughs> you're dreaming, man. Well, don't, don't admire us too much, please. Well, oh, don't lose your perspective on life. But
6: I hear you advertising Seminole. Yeah. And let me ask you a question. Yeah. Let's get down to basic facts. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, Are you, you going to knock one of my sponsors now, sir? I, I, I have, have to? to. No, no, you don't have to because you're not going to do it. I love the Seminole Indians, and we love them, and they love us, and that's the way it is. We don't knock the sponsors, okay? And let me say it again. The only reason that the offshore gambling spots vanished from this station is because the state said, uh-uh, can't run those. It's illegal. Oh, gee, oh, yeah, it's illegal. We only had six of them. Yeah, right. Let me say it again. When I came to this radio, not that I want to pat myself on the back, when I came to this radio station, 90%, 95% of the commercials were for Paramutuals, including some that are going to be going out of business very soon. Paramutuals, I don't want to mention names. Uh, limp penises, and gambling ships and offshore gambling. That, that's it. That's it right there. That's it. That's all there was. Two years ago. I will never, ever forget coming to this and doing that first week worth of shows. And wondering, I mean, where's the real spots? Where are the spots for like, you know, car dealers and uh, real businesses and the clothing stores and retail outlets and like, uh, you know, stuff like, uh, real legitimate, where are they? That's what it was all about. So if you, I mean, this is a station that still runs run show spots. So you think we're going to take spots off for offshore gambling because we're ethical? Boy, you're, re- you really got to, <laughs> man, who writes your material, man? You're hysterical.